So, um, it's it's come out and it's doing the rounds now. You know the infamous Cameron picture? If I say there's an infamous Cameron from Dipset picture from Harlem, what picture can you think of? The, the pink fur. Boom. And that's the, the one. The close-up shot with him with on the, the phone. With the flip phone. Yes. That infamous picture, Cameron is being sued for. Lately, Cameron has been putting that picture on everything. Apparently, shower curtains, <laughs> mugs, T-shirts, <laughs> like literally everything. And the photographer, the person who took that picture, mm. has now sued, is now suing Cameron. And rightly so. It's quite, divi- like the, the, the opinions are quite divided. There's some people going, no, nah, that's a liberty. It's him. How can you sue a man for using his, a picture of himself? And then there's, 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 on the flip side, there's people saying, it's her art. Oh, it's a woman that took the picture. Yeah, it's a woman. Sorry, it's a woman photographer who took the picture. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I could bring it up, up her name. So I want to give her a credit. Um, no, it's a woman. It's not important. I'm just joking. I'm sorry, Ruby. I'm sorry. I just want to go viral. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Now, the annoying thing is this song, there's a breakdown later in the song. And you want to get to that breakdown? Not necessarily. Well, I mean, we could skip to it if you want. I don't know if. Do, no. you, like, do you prefer not to scrub on, on, on while recording? I or? prefer not to, but it's okay. not a problem. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a very long. It's not, it's not long, but the breakdown's further down. The I'll, song. I'll take out the vocals and we can talk over it for a bit. Okay. And then. I can see where when the music's gone. Um, when it goes, because I can see it. If you can see, if it goes down and then and then it kicks in, that's the bit that's, where it kicks in is really yeah, that's right, the drop. I'll, I'll come back a bit. Cool. Bro, how come I don't, I don't have reverb? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Mm. I didn't give you any of He's in control. Check, 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 check. One, two, three. three, three. There you go. Three, three. DJ. <laughs> Clue. There's a storm. <laughs> Hold on. Only, only the real ones will know. Do that again. Clue. 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 There's a storm. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and other small insects, welcome to the Blessing Podcast. What's that? Is that a high-spec laptop? Yeah, at the time. Yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and other small insects, welcome to the Eloquently Saying Nothing Podcast. Oh, so certain. This is episode number what? Four hundred and Jesus in your blood. Four oh four. This bit he's talking about is coming in. Let's hear it. In fact, have you, do you have a topic lined up for the first one? Alright, good. Cool. <laughs> you know how we roll, man. No, no, just make it because I'd I'd like to kick start things off. By all means. Be 
and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and other small insects, welcome to the ESN Podcast. Yes, 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 yes. All right, we're here. My mic's still nice, check one. Let's get straight into the intros and then our man can do the topics that he wants to do. So as you heard, this is episode 404, Eloquently Say Nothing Podcast. Hashtag ESN Pod to start or joining the conversation at ESN Podcast on all the socials. Thank you very much for joining us. ESNpodcast at gmail.com. Plug it. And all of that good stuff. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Spread the good tell word. Tell them. Tell them. I am your very gracious host. Gracious. And I go by the name of Stavros Boss. Gracious K. <laughs> <laughs> Show me how you get down. Swear down. You were meant to finish off, man. Yeah, you're supposed to finish it off, brother. Um, off. Get down. No, swear down. down. I hate that song. Yeah, I know. You're supposed I to. I really hate that song. Sorry. I'll do better next time. ESN Radio, uh, there's an episode where I played that. And um, tr- what's the one that, the biggest song by uh, the Ghanaian? Um, Donaire? Yeah. Party Hard. Party Hard. I play those two songs. The, yeah. the title of that one, so you can go back and listen to it on the ESN Radio podcast, is um, what's up music? You kind of funky, funky house songs. UK funky. That stole deep house songs that were better than the funky house songs. And they and it's the funky ones blew up. Wait. Is Danielle? I thought Danielle was produced. Danielle's um, party hard. Was party hard was another song that he just sung over. Oh, so so much that he sung over it that the actual original song is still there because there's lyrics from the original song that are actually still on it. So he, oh, he just all went this over time it. I thought he produced it. Only when no, when they released the one and then he did a little tiny little yeah, bit, yeah, he changed yeah. a little bit. And that one was that, that one was, was that The original is um, called "We Belong to the Night." U.S. producer. I don't know actually. I don't know. That's the, very interesting because it's, that's the only like it's a double sided single. That's the only one I know of. It's one of my favorite house songs. If you listen, because there's one with actual vocals. He took the one, the instrumental, but even in the instrumental, there's still yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it's, you will hear you'll hear it from you probably hear it not from not the, the not the track, the chorus. It kind of keeps in, in the instrumental. The chorus yeah. is still there, and it says "We belong to the night" in the chorus, and that's it. So. You can kind of hear that bit. Oh my God, I have to find that original track. That's so it's, interesting. It's, but on the one with the actual lyrics, he's talking about house being like, a, or pe- house heads being people that um, are full of love, that we we, we are just, um, just all the good things. It's just stuff that's making me smile. Mm. And that's what it's about. And it, for me, I call that the Slackfest anthem, personally. Okay. Because everything he's saying about that, about coming together, communal, at night, being a, just of love and people watching you and like judging you, but they don't understand because we're just having a good time and this is and we're just pe- all about peace and that's what I feel like Slackfest is about. So I always saw that as, as sorry. I actually have to find that song. I'm very very. I'm intrigued. A, you know, I might just do that as the old school to new school actually. Why not? Yeah. So seeing as, seeing as we're, we're talking about it, so somebody's gonna remind me because I'm actually going to forget. Anyway, to my left we have the great one, the right honourable gentleman. <laughs> Super right. Simon Today I do not have A great poem for you. <gasps> I do not have Great words of wisdom I would like On this occasion To give a fine ode To Marijuana <laughs> Let it play It's good this On our west We are travel from Alright then, 
strictly a yes or the a yes or not that me a feature A right then Circle a ringel to seal them a flanker A right yo Mr. Officer nobody arrest me for that one yo Yo, because me no man no can, no man no cow I you such a great, so you got to promote I mean no man no cigarette in my lungs for chow Don't make me talk, me no in on no joke We man no sola, purple skunk and in the car Why you think me blazing up the chalice and the country fat Drive so far go country fat, me flow no strike and don't zip Blood Mr. Farmer man, blood Mr. Farmer man mm-hmm. Jeez, who is that? That is Busy Signal, and that one there is called I Grade. That's mm. a, that is a tune. Mm. That, that is a tune. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna listen to that later. I am simple, Simon FB. In a real life, I don't have Instagrams, I don't have Twitter again, I don't depend on social media. Alliance are the foundation. Gaza will say forever. Gunshot for bark. Bang, 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 bang. Let's get more the rest of my, my stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, in the room, we don't have Big Wala. I'll be missing you. We do not have Mr. Wolf. One bright morning. And we do not have DJ Webslinger. <laughs> but we do have a very special guest returning. He was on one, one uh, ESN radio episode, actually, the one about uh, Neil Soul, because he's a DJ and I believe that is what he's. Experting, mm-hmm. is that the that is that the genre that you? That I, I I started off as a neo soul DJ, and then I've now I now play all genres. Alright, let me ask you a question: If you had to do a mastermind on neo soul, would you feel confident? If it was a classic neo soul, yes. Okay, so you would have like a time period that you could be able to say yes between this time period. Yeah, that makes you an expert. Mm. Keep going. Okay, I, I walked into that. All right, he's our brother, Slackface. Auxiliary member there. Auxiliary? Yeah, he's a champion. <laughs> he's a champion. We call him. Hey, yes, Oi, oi. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome Good to brother. be back. It's been a minute. It's mad that I have to say welcome. I don't even feel like I should because I feel like you are very much the fam fam. You I, know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's. Love to you guys, man. It's been a minute. Um, I feel like the older we get, the less our paths cross organically. Yeah. So that means we have to start being more deliberate. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, it's funny because I, I literally said that this week to somebody else. So yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I hear that. Just um, to finish off what I was talking about before, because I find it important. That's why I did a whole episode of a podcast about it. Tribal Skank by Gracious K took... The house song. Do you even know? Um, is it? Oh, I get them all mixed up. Is it Gregory? Is it DJ, DJ Gregory? Don't um, panic. That's it. DJ Gregory. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. DJ it's, Gregory. It's, it's a couple panic. of. Wait. Traffic is the other one. That yeah, sounds that's like the it. one. Yeah. 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 Um, so DJ Gregory, don't panic, which is again is one of the finest. House, in fact, <laughs> I knew. I knew. <laughs> don't don't forget your your because I'm not going to do that. I'm not. At the end. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But um, both of them are just the finest of. Of they they do bring back fond memories and um, yeah those those were the good days. Question for you: um, Does the value of a track include the nostalgia, or do you objectively just say as a piece of music? 
I think in general, nostalgia definitely plays a part. However, I feel like there's often new tracks that will come out and I goes and I and I often say to myself, if this came out ten years ago, it would have been shut. It would have been an absolute shutdown. Like yeah. I, I feel like I can step out and go, yeah, I could critique this based on what would have been. <laughs> Stavros is shaking his head to the, to the music. Um, yeah, I, I, I so yeah, because so so as a person who plays music for a living, um, I went through a period where I tried to play new music a lot. Yeah. And it just wouldn't bang as I as it as it did when I played classic music, music that had nostalgia. Music. There's a particular whenever I when I whenever I look at a crowd. I'm sorry if I'm going on a tangent. No, go, no. But whenever go. I look at a crowd, if I see a crowd that is let's say 25 to 30, yeah, I then work backwards and go, all right, if they're 25 to 30 now. How long ago was it when they were fifteen to twenty? Right, because those songs are gonna bang oh, with them. Oh, is that what? That's what's gonna bang with them. That that's the song when, yeah, 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 they're gonna go absolutely, you know, gunfinger in the air and they're gonna make the most noise. So, so yeah, to answer your question, in generally speaking, yes, nostalgia plays a huge part. College, school, uni plays a huge part in how how valuable a song is. Right, that, that is a top tip for upcoming DJs there. That is a massive tip, massive. And it's a very, very simple thing, or at least it seems simple on the surface, but I know that a lot of people don't think it's about like that. When you go to them dances and the DJ's like, bro, why are you playing these songs? Like, yeah. it's like, they don't, they don't, that's something that somebody else might have written. Because, because I had to learn it because I'm, you know, I'm in my 40s and the songs that I used to, I used to rave to were your biggies, your Tupacs, your, you know, the songs of the late, the golden era, the late golden era, right? Yeah. So now when I'm DJing in certain venues where there's a younger crowd and I'm dropping a biggie track, it's not quite hitting the same. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Did this one just say he's going to doo-doo on a woman's chest? Are <laughs> <laughs> they allowed it's that? Not, he should be cancelled. It's not hitting the same. Don't get me wrong. They react because it's a classic. You know, it's it's the certain songs that are always classics. They, they always resonate regardless what age. Did he just say that the woman was so fine he would suck her daddy's... What? And people used to dance to them ones, <laughs> and then and then I just thought, all right, you know what? Let me try, let me try drop a fifty cent, and then the crowd went off. Of course, and I went okay, and then and then when I dealt with a younger crowd, let me try drop a, a Meek Mill, and then the crowd went off, and then I and I realized, okay, how many years into your DJing did you did that? Did you get to that point? If I'm honest, last four or five years, I have to say I was quite stubborn and arrogant I was like no man this is this is uh, you were trying to force yourself yeah I was definitely definitely that's rape so let me whoa <laughs> shout out Big Wilder man I'm feeling <laughs> in your space you're trying to force yourself on audio, the audio, audio, audio of, rape instead of asking for uh, what is it consent consent yeah question I'm going to ask you though mm. so given that uh, we've established that nostalgia has a big part in go on uh, do you have a record box that has music in it that you know necess- doesn't necessarily have nostalgia, but you know uh, it's going to touch everybody. Like there's music that you've got in this box that is- Hypothetical box you're speaking. Yeah, right? hypothetical yeah, yeah, box on, like, in this area. This crate, yeah. This crate where you know that it doesn't matter um, what age group it is. If you play this, they're going to feel something because this is music music. I don't have a box, but my- Someone literally just dropped outside the shop. Um, I don't have a- a box but I do have some go-to songs 
that, mm. that always do that. Buster Rhymes Mariah mm. always do that. Buster Rhymes Mariah always does that. Um, Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody always does that. Gots to be real. Um, is it Cheryl Lynn? Or did I get that name wrong? Yeah, but there's certain songs that have that. I don't have a. I don't. I'm. I'm not organized enough to have a box. Yeah. But there's certain certain go-to tracks that I can always rely on that will get everybody. That will just get everybody. So maybe not a box like a folder, because I know that there's some young no, people, no. people listening like, oh my god, what does he mean by box? Even if even but even the if man I said, show me how you get down. Wow. Man, I said, <laughs> that that does that. Is it? That does that, yeah. I, I, like annoyingly, reluctantly, that does that. That does that. Now, the reason why I asked the question is because um, I like I like music, right? And But I'm also very, very cognizant of the fact that I like music and the music I like is from my era. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, there yeah. are direct memories attached to it. So I try to do experiments and I obviously I use children for the experiments. Um, okay. Look, look at that sound bite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Whoa. The the well, so what I feel is that if I that's a real pause. If I yeah pause. If I had a a good piece of music, yeah. Um, I I'm truly of the opinion that irrespective of what era it comes from, if you play it to a child, there will be um, some reaction from the child, and that child will. Um, how old? That I, I don't know if the age. I mean, obviously, old enough for them to actually have a reaction. But I don't know if the age really matters that much. So, like, come on, Barbie, let's go party. I think it does. The Macarena, because those songs, it th- that will transcend age. Yeah, them kind and, of things there. Well, so yeah. I, I, I hear, I hear what you're saying. I think, I think age definitely plays a part. Um, because I'm doing this with my daughter now. I'm introducing her to music. Right. And I'm, I'm really trying to be mindful and balanced because cause if if yeah what I, I really want to give her a, a broad education into music now I'm starting poppy and then I'm going to work my way out I could that could be the wrong way around but anyway um, and I've realised that every time I introduce I play a song for her if it's not if there's not a catchy hook like at the end of the day music is maths isn't it like there's 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 certain chords there's certain yeah there's certain there's a structure to music that a lot of the hits share a lot of the popular songs of course share. yeah and I've noticed that for her she really resonates she really likes tracks that have catchy hooks mm-hmm. that have um I, I'm gonna get a phrasing wrong because I'm not a I'm not a music student, but but there's certain songs where, like the artist goes in 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 a in a particular word, it's up and down, and and you know like um, Rihanna does it often, like she will prolong a word and just reach several notes within a word. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed that she like the songs that she absolutely that absolutely hit her like hit her, and she loves and she always requests, "Umbrella" by Rihanna, "Diamonds," Alicia Keys on fire. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I'm starting to diamonds by Rihanna. Yeah, but so two songs written by the same person. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm because I'm, I'm Let's see about it. I'm, <laughs> I'm working at it. I'm working at it. For, I'm trying to predict what songs will she will like automatically yeah. like. Yeah, because there's a lot of music I've played, and she's like, nah. She literally, she will literally say, nah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, play umbrella. For play reference, this. how old is your, your daughter? Uh, she's gonna be three in June. 
and and I'm like, okay, cool. So then now that I've now that I've kind of I've kind of figured out the pop yeah. formula. Yeah, you, I'm now trying to go backwards and trying to get something not underground, but something less so poppy. You proper took a science route to like I want to open my child's mind to like proper music. Yeah. So rather than just giving her the proper music, I have to figure out what she gonna like in the pop and then extrapolate. No, because, because the, 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 but I didn't the, start the, like that. I I let her like obviously we play music in the house and I've not and I noticed that she. Like was responded, drawn, that she yeah. responded to certain tracks. Mm. Yeah, like Umbrella, Ella, Ella, A, eh, A. Eh, eh, eh. uh, like, th- like she loves, she absolutely loves that. And then she she does this thing where she raps along with Jay Z, and then she and then she does the she sings the the the, mm. the Rihanna's bit. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm starting to understand as a young sponge. You know, your 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 brain is literally a sponge right now, and you're literally just absorbing everything. These are the things that immediately stand out. Okay, so now how do I go backwards and try to introduce you, not just the pop, because a lot of, I do a children's family, I do a family party um, where we play music. It's like a, a children's rave. And I was there earlier this month. Yeah. Um, and and I've noticed that the certain tracks that I play that all kids love and the certain tracks that I play that are meant for children that all kids don't necessarily yeah. love. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um I want to, I want to, you know, like we're both, both their parents are music lovers. So I want to give my daughter like a really wide palette, huge palette of music. So I'm like, okay, cool. So then I was, I was thinking, I was looking through my music and I thought, you know what? Jill Scott follows those, um, Jill Scott has a song that follows a similar pattern to Rihanna. Which one? Golden. Right. Yeah, because if you like, it's golden, golden, and she goes up and she goes all over the place with that. Mm. I played it and guess what? She loves it. Mm. Living my life like it's yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It just goes up and down, and and forgive me, all you music students, uh, professionals out there. I'm I'm butchering the phrasing, but she just loves going up and down with her. And it goes yeah, 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 yeah. She loves all of that. She loves it. I believe those are called runs, run whatever runs, whatever it is. But she 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 loves it, and I'm like, all right, cool, right. What else can I do? So I'm thinking, like where, like let's see how deep I can go. Because if I know for a fact, if I played a deep song a deep underground, you know, independent song, she wouldn't, she wouldn't F with it. What genre? Whatever what, genre. What, whatever what does, genre. What a deep underground? I mean, like, like soul or R&B or, or, or whatever, like whatever, so whatever. Joska is not deep? Not that deep. So what, if you said to her, if you played like Mob Deep and up to her, you think she wouldn't react to that? Um, MLP. MLP, sorry. No. No, you you don't no. think she would maybe when she's older same, because same I think that's I think the the it's too narrow the musical okay the, differences within the song are yeah, too narrow yeah like try to look at like imagine if you played it for a person who couldn't speak a word of English yeah they'd probably feel more comfortable with a Jill Scott song than a than a MLP song I, I think you're overlooking it it's all about the chorus and she, and. A child will yeah, but sing okay. And if, so, which which one is more, a more catchy um, chorus? Go living my life like it's golden, golden. Living my life, or any up. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Not to to a non speaker, a, a non English speaking um, person. Yeah, yeah. Nah. No, because remember, take into account music by itself. If you take away all the words, how plays. Uh, that just sounds like someone screaming. A massive, a massive, that song is one of the biggest hip hip hop songs ever. Two English speaking people. No. Even if that's even if that was the case, and then what? So what? Anyway, okay. <laughs> what, right. what language did your child gonna start speaking? No, I'm no. I'm, we're going off slightly on a bit of a mad tangent, but I'm just I'm just thinking. Trust me, 
in that's terms why, of catchiness. In that's terms why Naughty of, by Nature was popular. Because it's all stuff. That, yeah, no, uh, no, uh, by nature, I agree with you. You done with OPP? Yeah, you know me. Like there's, there's, there's call and response. There's, and there's, man, there's, man, there's, man there's even that. The, the one that is not even the, the own one. Okay, so give me an... Hey. Oh, oh, okay. You say that to a okay, child. But, you yeah, play that, that song to that a child. Le- that leans... The, the child will walk around the house. How am I saying hey? But, oh. but I'd argue that leans more towards Jill Scott than it does MOP. And yep, it's enough. Daddy, what is kidnapping? Bust around now. It will be now. Trust me. And then the cold as ice. So that's MOP, one of the deepest undergraders, meanest. Deepest? MOP. I wouldn't go far as say deepest. Do you listen to MOP or do you just know those two songs? No, I know a couple songs. Because my point is that for some reason, because they are very grimy and deep. Go on. And then they just had these two super commercial hits that were just like completely opposite of who they are in terms of popularity. But if you listen to the lyrics, because mm. ha- they don't change how they rap, okay, and they don't change saying. the fact that they're, they're talking pure crud, but for some reason, they just went off. And yeah. one of them is, to, well, both of them is to do with the chorus, the beat and the chorus. Because they're saying the same thing on all the songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But when DJ Premier is doing their beats, which he does a lot of their stuff, mm. that's just for the heads. But then them two... Went clear. It's mad. It's, it's mad. It's funny how your how, so how's your musical journey stuff with your daughter. How does that go? Um, I'm le- well. We have the um, smart speaker in the house. It's in every room, but more or less, she can uh, use it as at her whim. What was she, this first song? Sorry, what was the first song she was drawn to that you can remember? I can't remember all that stuff. Oh, okay. Um, my my daughter's six, so um, as it stands now, she likes kids pop. Which, okay, which I think uh, most children seem to. Uh, yeah. I don't know where she found out Hate about it. YouTube probably, but she likes Kid Bop, and then from there now, when we're listening to songs, she'll be like, "So Kid Bop for people that don't have children or, or have been lucky enough to not have their children exposed <laughs> to this and have to listen to it at home." It's basically just uh, big songs that children are singing. Yeah, they're a yeah. group who cover songs, but in a ch- childlike way. Sometimes. Clean sometimes, version. Sometimes, yes. Clean version. Clean version. But I'm just saying, this was children's so they would, So there would be an umbrella version, probably a, a yeah. kids' pop umbrella. There will be a kids' just version. Think, of, dis- of like, maybe think- even Annie, Annie Up. <laughs> <laughs> there might even be a kids' pop version. So stuff like that. So I've, And then, um, what's, the, what's that film? Um, the one that Justin Incanto. Timberlake. No, um, Time? Justin Timberlake, is, it's a cartoon one. Oh. Uh, Trolls. Trolls, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, Trolls yeah, yeah. Have you watched Trolls? Yeah, yeah. The first and second one? It's gangster. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's actually gangster. Music yeah. and the film itself. Yeah. Very good. And so she got some of the stuff from So for, for as much as I try to impart my music or taste on her or yeah. just try and fresh it out from early, I've got videos of me playing in her house and all them, you know, Afro beats and all, the, all sorts. Afro beat as well. I played a lot of film with her. Yeah. Mm. She grew up and what she liked is pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's it so that's what she likes right now R&B a little bit but it's still poppy R&B yeah uh, everything will be poppy whether it's hip hop yeah it is it's the easiest to consume yeah so I'm assuming at some point she'll grow out of that yeah but as it stands now as a six year old that's what she likes my um, there's something that my whole family dances to right now I'm gonna play it so you people will talk amongst yourselves but this is something where they don't even speak English and then again to my point that English is not important you don't have to know the words it's just sometimes no I hear you but I only brought that up for the fact that 
there's a lot of screaming in Annie Up. So to a non-English speaking person, they'll probably lean towards Golden more than that. But anyway. Um, Sorry, I just thought it was a really fascinating conversation because uh, obviously music is very important just generally. Um, you are musically inclined in the sense that you are a person who plays music for a living. Yeah. Like you said, um, we we care very much about music. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And earlier on, we were having a conversation um, about something that our daughter did uh, with regards to music, and I was, I was, um, I was discontent with her reaction to something, and he was like, "Well, but she's a child. Would you expect?" And I'm what like, song? "No, it was a, it wasn't even a song. It was that. Well, it was a song, but it was a genre as well." Okay, um, it's a dub genre, but I was, I wasn't so much trying to introduce her to the actual song itself, but just the genre and explaining to her because obviously we mentioned last episode that. Um, Jashaka died uh, yeah. uh, April 12th. So I was trying to explain to her who he was, what he did and whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, so I was playing a song and whatever and she just came out with, I can't even remember what it is, it hurt so bad. And she's like, I don't need to know who he is. I don't need to know the song because I'm never going to play it. It's not my, it's not, it's not my style. It doesn't fit me. And my heart just went, kind of thing. So it made me again revisit the idea of whether there is a, a, such a thing as objectively good music that you can play to somebody who has no reference point for it and they will appreciate it. I'll say yes. As much as I think, yeah, if you train them to do that, because if you played, for example, I I played Michael Jackson to my daughter for the first time <sighs> two days ago, and she loved it straight away, didn't she? She, I had to hype it up so she can. Um, let it play. What? And then I had to introduce it to her via music video and now she likes it. See, this is the thing. Like, Mike, you, you did a lot of work. I played Michael Jackson to uh, our daughter for the first time. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Same okay. With Immediately. Same with mine. Okay. And I said... Okay. What song did you play, can I ask? Uh, which one was it? It was either... I don't know why I played it. Just the big ones in general. It was either... Um, Beat It or... Um, Billie Jean one of those two I can't remember yeah. which one it was one of those two but that was it and then she yeah. saw the music video afterwards mm. and that was it yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. she watched Smooth Criminal video that was it Michael yeah, Jackson yeah, yeah. sprinkled a whole lot of crack in his music yes. but Quincy, Quincy Jones Quincy was Quincy, Quincy he was taking I the think, crack I think, I think context is a huge thing is a huge crucial thing here because these children Listen, their 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 ear is almost trained by the commercials, the music they hear, the music they come across, the music that is just surrounds them. Yeah. So that when they're introduced to new songs, some of them may not have the patience or tolerance for it. In in my um, in my daughter's first few months, we played a lot of um, Afrobeats, and now whenever whenever we play Afrobeats or Ama Piano, she she she's patient. She 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 will play if when you th- when you think about like I'm a piano there's no vocals in a lot of um I'm a piano songs just just sounds um just like vocal splurs and, and whatever and my daughter will still sit there for a good five minute song and just just move and I don't think she would have done that had she not consumed it in the early months of her life so I feel that great like I love the fact that both your daughters loved Michael Jackson straight away. For me, I thought if I played Michael Jackson after after what she is used to, I don't think she would have. 
And here's the thing. It ha- Fall in love. But here's the thing. This is what's weird, like, because it's happened twice now. So first of all, with me, it was with Michael Jackson. I played it to her. Yeah. Um, and I played it to her in a way where I didn't hype it. So okay. there was no introduction. I didn't hype it. Yeah. I didn't go mad when it started playing. I just played it. Yeah. It's yeah. in the car, played it. And the song played, it finished. And she was like, can you play that one again? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? And I was like, oh, okay. Played it again now. And it was like halfway through. She's like, who's this? <laughs> Daddy, that's that crack. Yeah. Who, who is this? Maybe, ex- maybe I'm putting too much thought into it. Like, that's the first time in, it happens. In regards of not playing Michael Jackson because she might have like, yes, you're putting way too much thought into it. Mm. The second time around now, this was completely outside of me. Um, at my mum. Well, her grandma. Um, they're two different people. So anyway, um, <laughs> mm. she's there. And my mum listens to Bob Marley. Mm. So she's listening to Bob Marley and she must have come back one weekend singing one song. I'm like, where do you know that from? song from? She's like, oh, um, Granny. Granny plays it all the time. The crack house. So I'm like, okay. And then, like, played some Bob Marley and she's like, yeah, this is that man. This is that man that I'm playing. The, the musical it's, legends are not legends for no reason. Yeah, it's Bob Marley. And she loves Bob Marley just like that, objectively. No, again, no one pushed it on her. Okay. She heard it and it was just a thing. See, okay, cool. Queen, cool. Abba, yeah. Bob Marley, yep. Michael Jackson, Madonna. They're, uh, not, they're not legends for no, no reason. No, I hear you and I agree with you, but, but it's just, I feel that if someone else played Bob Marley that your daughter didn't, you know, she wasn't fond of or, or or had a strong attachment to it might not have hit the same way because I, I i could tell you my daughter always sees how her parents react to certain music and then she loves the songs no i hear no, i hear where you're coming from yeah but again this is why i said with my michael jackson example i was deliberate i was like let me i want to objectively see if there is a piece of music that somebody, but the only way you could have done that is if you didn't play it and someone else played it, if, be it at school or nursery or something. But I had no reaction. I, yeah, I was yeah, driving. Yeah, 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 Do you get yeah. what I mean? But you were there. That's my point. It was yeah, your okay. car, yeah, yeah. You, your yeah, presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I hear and, you. and it's coming out of your sound. Okay. So I, I feel like... There's an influence there. I feel like, yeah, there's a there's a thing there, That's which is why I'm doing so I, much. I'm, I, I would agree with you, but I don't think it's a big thing though. I think later on in life, you'll have that, oh... Listening to, uh, is it Barry Hammond? Yeah, I know lots of Caribbean people that say that just remind them of Sunday. Mummy's cooking something in the kitchen. Yeah, or we have to clean the house yeah. up and down. Like for whatever reason, that's that's that was playing them times that thing. So it takes them back listening to that. Mm. Don't get me wrong; it's not that music doesn't have uh, emotion and attachment with it. That that nostalgia value it definitely does. Mm. But I don't necessarily think that's how you start liking it in the first place. I think it's that's the thing that happens later on that. Now I listen to this when I'm 10, 15, 20. It reminds me when I was 15, mm. 10, 5. Yeah. Because of something that, that's when it started. Not that I'm going to like a song because my mum and dad like the song. Because more times children want to do the opposite of what their, their parents like. Anyways. True. That happens. So if I'm trying to fool something on my, on my child, there's more chance that she can be like, I don't, I don't want to listen to that, daddy. I want to listen to my own thing. Let me be free, please. <laughs> okay. But something that bucked that trend all right, so before we um, oh. can I sorry, were you no, gonna no, add, were you gonna oh it's my bad. I thought you was gonna change topic completely. No, I'm gonna, right. I was I was continuing on. Um while we're on the, the topic of music, 
I'm going to ask this on my respective social... I haven't um, finished. Oh, sorry. I thought you paused. Sorry. My no, bad. Because, I, because I respected you people. I had this thing lined up from a long time ago. Go on. Do you think? Do you think? But I wanted to, you to let it talk. But I, before you change... Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still talking about stuff that we play at home. Do you know Desi Nach? What's Desi Nach? You've seen R. Have you seen R. This is the biggest Asian film ever. It's the most expensive Asian film ever. And this song won the Oscar for best song. Is it, forgive my ignorance, is it Indian? Yes. Okay. That song makes waves in my house. <laughs> okay. We love it. So, um, yeah, that, that's one of my favorite songs of... Uh, Recent times. Yeah. What? what how... Do, do you play it regularly? Yes. Yeah. Oh. My wife is like, always. And my son, the one-year-old, walks around the house. No, do not, do not, do not. No, Wicked. No, do not, do not, do not. And then like, he knows when I, when, I, when I put it on. I might have to download that then. So yeah, so um, so yeah, that's from RRR. Everyone should watch that film. What's uh, it called? RRR. RRR. It's on Netflix. Okay. And like I said, it won an Oscar. And it's the biggest, most expensive, song. and the biggest uh, Asian film ever. That's interesting. And then um, you can go on YouTube, put that in, and watch people watching RRR in the cinema. They extended it in because obviously it's a, they usually the Asian films they put them in Asian cinemas. There's people that don't know. There's Asian cinemas all over this 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 this, this country here that you just don't even know. No, no, no. I know Cineworld um, had a screen dedicated to Bollywood or Asian Asian cinema. And view as well. It depends on the area you live in, in it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, but I, I distinctly remembered like there was one side it was just block, like Hollywood blockbusters, and then one wall just had pure Asian films mm. in it. But yeah. Um, but they're actual cinemas that's just, just Asian cinema they're Asian yeah. cinemas yeah, I mean it makes sense man you they, people they, are not, not invited so um, <laughs> but this one got extended out because obviously it's, it's a massive so it's a budget. recent thing, thing yeah then. this has come out six months ago or so oh maybe it's eight, six eight months ago okay. it's the last Oscars it just won okay um, and uh, yeah so watch, go on YouTube and watch people watching this film because people are going crazy and during this song people getting up and getting up and dancing it's in isolation it's, it just sounds like okay whatever when you watch it in the middle of the film it's like mm, yeah this it is, makes sense. It's, Fair very, enough. it's very much Megan so sorry uh, continue no no it's cool um, so yeah just just following on from the topic on the topic of music what genre has the toughest bass lines dub dub what's dub <laughs> 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 for, for, so just to let you guys know when I asked that question both of them re- reached for their phones ah. I wonder, okay yeah pull out pull out a song don't don't say what it is no you pull out a song as well you know, no actually I don't know because when, when I do that but it's, it... pull out a, I want to hear your examples um, I asked this question because um, you know right now uh, if you're of a particular age group or demographic everyone's going crazy over I'm a piano right and the thing about Amy Piano is the log drum and it's got a very, very strong like sub bass line. Um, I've recently started playing... Go, go on. on. No, go on. I was going to say, I've recently started playing... Um, I play all genres, but dancehall and reggae, I don't really F with too much. Mm-hmm. 
but that's changed in the last uh, three or so months. New Year's Eve, I actually played a reggae night, believe it or not. Wow. Um, and then on Saturday, I was in Birmingham for a, another a reggae brunch. Um, and there were certain songs that I was playing that had me had me had to hold my chest, man. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, these songs are 20, 30, 40 years old yeah. and they're still holding, they're still standing shoulder to shoulder to some Amapiano songs now. 100%. Exactly. So I'm thinking, what genre had the toughest bass line? And you, t- I know, I know Stav is a house head. I know Simple loves his um, old school dancehall and um, dub. And dub. <laughs> so I, 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 fight it out, fight it out. But you you said dub, so I was yeah, hoping no, that I was hoping you'd say Afro house or some type of here's house derivative. Here's the thing, right? And I'm not saying this to to be Captain Swooping, yeah. But those bass lines that you're hearing in Amma Piano, and yeah. you're hearing in house, and you're hearing they're inspired by dub. Okay, that's where it comes from. Give me an example. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an example. Uh, I'm, I'm genuinely intrigued. I'm 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 learning because um, I know if I know I know enough of other genres but the reggae and and dancehall and like i literally did some research on it like a week ago just because i wanted to know more of it since i'm going to be playing that music more so i was just you know i was looking into the roots and how it came around and and you know the toots and the matos and and and, and then do the reggae and that's how the people believe that's how the the term reggae came around and so i'm doing my research now and i'm like what 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 genre has the toughest bass line it's gonna be hard though because you might not be able to pick it up on on how this setup is running right now. Go on, let's play. Let me see. Oh yeah. Brainwash education. Economic pressure. One man wants to. I know much. I can feel the hints there. But yeah. I, okay. Church and state come together to fight us with their power. Um, tell me when to take off. Yeah, you get yeah. you hear where I'm coming yeah, yeah, yeah. from. Go on, you can pull it. Yeah. Have a one, have a one. Wrong knob. Yeah. So don't you fumble, just be humble. Justice, but you'd be shaking properly when it's your turn. Let me know, yeah. I'm trying to figure out the name of the song. In fact, I so I want to chime in. I think old school, I think old school dancehall, I feel like old school dancehall has potentially the, 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 the heaviest bass line because I think at that time the technology was a little bit more sophisticated to really make the most out of what we're hearing now. 
Um, because I remember my first experience of carnival. Mm. I was walking past Saxon, mm-hmm. and then all of all all of a sudden, all I heard is to walk like a champion. I'm like, Jesus Christ, my chest just. But this is what I'm saying to you. All of that comes from dub. Yeah, yeah. So once, like, I'm I need to find the track here. But that what you're talking about is first of all the depth is in the music and then the equipment brings it out. Yeah. Say that again. The depth is in the music. The depth is in the music, but then the equipment brings it out. Okay. So for example, um, do you remember Eurythmics, Sweet Dreams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a dirty bass line in that song, but not a lot of people know about it because no one plays it on the correct, on the correct system for you to hear it. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Okay, I get you. Yeah? I get you. Okay. Um, uh, Again, who else is there? The Stranglers, um, 1976, um, Golden Brown. It's not Golden Brown. Yes. There's a dirty baseline on that, but not everybody knows about it because you have to have the equipment to play, to, to bring, bring it out. Okay. So what happens with a lot of dub? Like I said to you, I'm playing it to you here. You might get an idea, but if you actually hear it being played on a system, you'll understand, you'll understand completely. Okay, well, okay. So you're talking about feeling stuff in your chest or whatever. And this is the same thing coming back full circle. Now, that's what Jashaka was about. A mm. session is an experience. It's not you going to go and listen to somebody play music. It's actually an experience, a full body experience like that. So when a man plays a, a bass line and you feel it in your chest and then you feel it in your ankle and then you feel it in, in your knee, yeah? Then you understand that this is like a scientific expression of, uh, you know, molecular energy kind of thing. So as far as depth is concerned, all the bass lines that you're hearing in Ama Piano is inspired from dub. Like fully. I'm not even capping there. That's just what it is. It is what it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely want to do more research into this. So hold on, Stav. How did you get into dub? Listen to episode 403. <laughs> <laughs> I got into uh, dub because of um, house, kind of, because um, dub, it's like Simple Simon is saying, and uh, f- sorry for those of you listening to last week, because it is literally last week's episode, we, we started off talking about Josh Shaka, and then we went on a little older t- to him and, and dub music, and it was um, during my, my journey of learning and loving house, and also wanting to be more involved in Caribbean music because I just didn't like any of it, any of it. And it's like, because I'm so uh, Afrocentric, because I'm so pro-black, it's like I was trying to find um, music from the Caribbean islands that I liked. And then I came across dub, not really taking into account stuff. Um, stuff yes. And see, dr- drum and bass come from dub. Mm. House music comes yeah, from yeah, dub. Yeah. So it got to the point where I realized that, um, all right, you as a house DJ, you know about dub versions. So the people have told, I've, I've heard me say this on the podcast, but when you play house, when you buy the songs, or when you go there, you see the dub version, dub version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is what they're talking about. I always thought dub meant X, Y, Z. Yeah. The dubs, they're going to sound like dub songs. Ah. So that's when it's like, oh, I like dub. And then listen to more dub and it's like oh this this is house this is... so just change the tempo it's house and then drum and bass put it on top of this yeah no I know I know I know jungle it's it's interesting because I I um 
I heard a a young DJ define what jungle was, and I didn't really like a definition because my thing was it was ragger and and dub slapped with we used to call it happy hardcore back in the day, and then the two gave birth to jungle and then it turned into drum and bass. But I know I know there's definitely and it's with the samples that jungle used in the first first few years it was a lot of those were dub samples oh like old yeah like when i say dub samples i mean some of them some of the samples were actually samples from a jashaka session like his horns his yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's like a direct mm. because listen to this and then tempo will be like ta, 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 but then then it's just drum it's not even sped up it's just that's it the tempo okay so yeah, I need to I need to explore this this world more. So then I realized this is my favorite type of creepy music, and probably because it's so aligned with house, which I love so much. And the the two overlap. They they like it's interesting. The cousins like that. That's been sampled so much. <laughs> okay, so there you go. There you I need go. you lot to send me a playlist. Yeah, 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 yeah. What happened there? Hello. Wow. I don't know. Is this still recording? Yeah, I can hear you. With one ear now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, it's, it's, it's what all it good. Is. It's all good. So, um, the thing you wanted to start off with that we kind of didn't even talk about because we were talking about music. Uh, I told you not to forget. Sh- okay. The, ca- the, the, the thing cam- that we were talking Cameron, about before we started recording. Cameron thing. Yeah. Yeah, talking about. Cameron thing. All right, cool. So, um, it's it's come out and it's doing the rounds now. You know the infamous Cameron picture. If I say there's an infamous Cameron from Dipset picture from Harlem, what picture can you think of? The, the pink fur. Boom. And that's the, the one. The close up shot with the, him with on the, the phone. With the flip phone. Yes. So the infamous infamous picture of Cameron. Um, arguably his most. Is it Cameron. You say it so English. Cameron. Because I am English. Cameron. Cameron. Um, that infamous picture, Cameron is being sued for. Um, lately, Cameron has been putting that picture on everything. Apparently, shower curtains, <laughs> mugs, t-shirts, <laughs> like literally everything. Um, and the photographer, the person who took that picture, mm. has now sued, is now suing Cameron. And rightly so. Well, this is this is what I wanted to get in into it. One, it's it's it was a picture. It looked like it was taken out in public. Um, I believe it was Fashion Week, and he was leaving a venue. Mm-hmm. And as you know, as 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 they do, there's lots of paparazzi. It's outside certain venues during Fashion Week, and he was on the phone, smack, and that's the picture that we know today. Um, he's been sued, and. It's quite divi- like the, the the opinions are quite divided. There's some people going, "No, nah, that's a liberty." It's him. How can you sue um, him for his? For, how can you sue a man for using his a picture of himself? And then there's, an, there's 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 on the flip side, there's people saying it's her art. Oh, it's a woman that took the picture. Yeah, yeah it's All a woman. Right. Sorry, it's a woman photographer who took the picture. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll see if I could bring it up her name. So I want to give her a credit. Um, no, it's a woman. It's not important. <laughs> 
I'm just joking. I'm sorry, Ruby. I'm sorry. I just want to go viral. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's too funny. But yeah, so I want to know where you stand, where you guys stand on it. Well, to 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 um go over an old um topic that I've mentioned before. This is when I got married and we got a really good photographer that uh, we had seen his work elsewhere and it's like, it was really good. We got him. And then as I was reading the um, contract, because I actually read contracts. Mm. Go on, you got the name? I'm, no, 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 continue, sorry. You see that uh, once I take these pictures, I own, uh, this is the photographer talking, I own rights to everything. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I, w- I want it, I want it, blood. And then so, so, I'm, so I'm talking to him, but it's <laughs> like, this is standard f- photography business. It is. Any decent photographer you get, that's what they're gonna. If you get, if you got your boy to do it, it's different. They put, you won't even have a contract. But anyone that's gonna have a contract because you have to sign to get my work, that is going to be in there. Then I did. I was like, because I wanted to argue this. Like, don't make sense. Just like you say, somebody's taking a picture of me and you own it. Anyways, uh, blah blah blah. I did my research and I realized he's, he's right. This is standard protocol. The person that takes a picture owns the rights to the picture. I did uh, wrangle it where basically I said, one, you can't use it for nothing else, kind of thing, and two, I can use it for what I want. So keep the rights, but you know I don't want my picture going everywhere. It's like well, I'm not, you know, no problem. Because the thing with these pictures, they're that, they're that good that um, not necessarily my wedding, but yes, my wedding as well. <laughs> that he might use it elsewhere to do X, Y, Z. It's like outside of your website, whatever. I don't want my pictures, you know, anywhere else. So what what could he use it? Given I might become famous one day. I don't want him taking my pictures. My wife might become a um, a celebrity. Okay. My daughter might might become somebody okay. somebody of, of importance, and it's like there's a picture of her parents. I don't want. Okay, my stuff. fair enough. I don't like my stuff out there. As people that follow me on social media know, I don't post pictures of myself, my children, my wife, or for a reason. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I, I realized that I learned that I've learned to accept it now. And in my head now, that is like how it is. Yeah. So I understand it. I yeah, know on yeah. the flip side, if somebody's taking a picture of you randomly, you can, I believe, potentially, there is a way you can, like, I don't want this picture of me out there. Yeah, uh, yeah, potentially. Yeah. Uh, there's a likeness. I can't remember the, the, the exact term. I'm not but sure. You, you're not allowed to use this person's likeness to profit from. You're not allowed to use this person's likeness to profit from. So, but you can. You can. Like, you can. Not, I'm, I'm, not without their permission. Yeah, you think when people, like you said, all those celebrities when they're walking down the street and someone takes a picture of them and it's, it's sold. It's, they're, they're not breaking any rules they're not breaking any laws no because when I I used to do a black love series where I used to um, photograph black couples and I did some research because I was thinking I could sell these photos as stock photography hmm. and um, I read that I cannot profit I could definitely take the picture it's my right I can take the picture and whatever but I can't profit unless I get them to sign off on it I, I would argue that that's the case I would uh, yeah, I'll definitely argue that because then people wouldn't the photographers can't make any money off celebrities. Um, well, imagine you being a celebrity, knowing that you cannot use my image unless I signed off on it. So all them walking on the street, all this and that. You think you think all of these people just wouldn't just sue up until the point where it's like, well, I'm not going to use a picture so of maybe Jamie Foxx anymore because Jamie Foxx will sue me. It doesn't just don't work like that. No, but then but then I guess I guess there's a difference between um, straight commercialism or news. Do you, or, do you get what I'm saying? So if it's under the umbrella of um, reporting or, or news, maybe you could do that. But maybe, if maybe. You, you, like, for example, I can't take a picture of Joe Bloggs on the street and then slap it on a t-shirt and sell. I, I, I don't think that's allowed. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that's not allowed. But um, anyway, the, the photographer's name is 
Jamila Rose Cochran. Mm-hmm. And she's accusing the Harlem dipset rapper of profiting off an image that she took of him by printing it, printing it on merchandise. Mm. Simple. Your thoughts? The host is coming out. It's an interesting situation to be in because um, it's. Uh, I find this whole this this whole area kind of weird to me. Very. It's a very very strange. Because there's two sides to it. There is the person who is taking the picture, who is, um, for all intents and purposes, considered an artist. Um, And they are capturing a moment in time um, of their view and perspective of the world. So that adds the unique nature to it, to some degree. Um, But the other side of it is they're capturing somebody else who is the sole author of their DNA and their makeup. Um, and also that person may also have, well, in this case, they've worked and uh, uh, acquired a certain standing within society. Um, so me, I'm an amicable person. So my thing would be, uh, there, how much money has she made off the photo anyway? And mm. um, is that what her problem is? Did she not make a lot of money off of the photo? But it's a famous photo, and now he's spinning it and making money off of it again, and she's not cutting on that. Or is it a thing where she's trying to hardball and say, "Well, you know, this is my art, this is my image, and uh, you know, it can't be, it shouldn't be used, or what have you?" Like for me, I don't know, man. It's is she black as well? Is this black on black violence? Um. I mean, Jamila Rosa Cochran. The, it, I'm getting... Don't stereotype her. <laughs> let, me, let me Google. Johnny Cochran's daughter. Well, imagine. Imagine. But apparently she reached out to Cameron for years saying, you can't do this, you can't do this. Um, and I, I believe she, they tried to negotiate. She tried to offer something in terms of negotiation. She tried to offer something in terms of negotiation, but it, for some, for whatever reason... I think Cameron's just ignored her and then now it's at this stage I, I, I see her point the courts will, will decide and uh, once this all come, comes out then we'll learn, know the rules a bit better so I'm just going to go by the rules but I've never liked the idea of somebody just being able to take a picture of you and use it so it's it's not something I agree with well it's an interesting thing because I'm I, I'm an events photographer right and I'd say I do it I don't know I'd say 20% of my income comes from event photography it's not something i enjoy i'm just somewhat good at it i guess mm-hmm. um and because i am in this field i i anyway hashtag, I, hashtag no modesty how how anyway i'm just good stop at it. stop trying I'm to just me. Good. um because because i'm in this field i'm always aware like I don't like getting my photograph taken and I often have to, I think whenever on a few occasions someone has taken a picture of me without permission or the correct context, I've always, I've always approached them and said, can you, can you delete what you've just taken? And then I stopped myself and thinking, am I, am I, am am I right to do this? Because they, it's they, they have absolute every right to do so. I do it for flip's sake. Mm. So it's it's a weird, 
like Simple said, it's very weird. It's a very weird um, area. And I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if this was a photo shoot, yes, she she have absolutely she has absolutely every right to um, demand. Wait, so let me get this straight. Sorry to cut into you. Go on. She took the photo of him coming out of the venue. Yeah. Was this arranged? I.e., is I'm, she I'm, is, is I, she part of his journalistic thing? No, well? I I I I don't know for sure, but I'm I'm very certain it wasn't. I'm very certain it was a paparazzi moment. You know, you've seen how yeah. they behave yeah, 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 like yeah. whenever it's London Fashion Week yeah. or whatever. Um, I, I, I was going for brunch during London Fashion Week mm-hmm. and I passed one of these venues where they hold their parties and, and, and catwalk shows. And whenever someone stylish was walking down the road, the paparazzis just went crazy. <laughs> like, like it shocked me. I, I was like, raw, you lot are actually ruthless. Um, and, and I can imagine it was that setup. He was wearing all pink. He's stepping out of a a, a New York Fashion Week associated venue. Pink, mm. pink he's a mink rapper. That. Pink hat, pink mink. mink. His, 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 I think the phone might have. I don't know. Could have the been phone, pink. The phone was know. pink too. Yeah. yeah. So can you imagine. So you're just screaming for attention. So for me now, that changes it a little bit. Go on. Because it's not pre-arranged. So okay. If 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 it was if she was part of the press pack. Prack or part of the press kit that he knew about and it was pre-arranged then I would understand her argument more but she's basically just taking a picture of somebody down the street yeah mm-hmm. this person um, didn't give consent for the photo there was no conversation that was had between them for this photo yep and now the person has taken a photo of them that's now publicly available and has decided to flip it and they're yeah but she still under it it doesn't matter. She does. They, how can you just basically run down the street and take a picture of somebody and then talk about rights? Because it was her vision, her expertise, her equipment that made that that likeness valuable. You can say that she can't use the photo uh, the photo for her own gains because I didn't give her permission as yeah. a person she took a photo yeah. of, and I'll co-sign that. But you can't say that she doesn't have the rights to the photo because she took the picture of me. She has the right to the photo. Because she, she made took, it valuable. Because she took the picture. Because I'm, I'm pretty Forget certain. It, it doesn't even matter. She, she took, as the minute you press that clicker, yeah. that's your, you took the photo. Okay, so you okay, so then yeah, she she can't make money off of it then. If but well no, she's not it's not necessarily she's trying to make money off it. She's trying to stop him from earning making money off something she did so without her getting kicked back. So she's no, a hater. She, no, her, she, she, wants, she, she just wants she what owns the right to the she, photo. She, she want, I imagine she wants what she, because she's going after all proceeds. She wants what um, she's owed. She's whatever. a hater. She wants what, she, what she's owed. No, she's she not owed it. She is who because said, she made that you? picture value. Who sent you to bed? She made that picture valuable. Who sent you though? She who made, sent you? Regardless of wh- who sent you? Why did he use it then? What do you mean why did he use it? She made some, she made an my point is there's hundreds if not thousands of pictures of Cameron out there but there's this picture is so valuable and it's so recognisable and it's literally part of, of of pop culture because of her nobody sent her but she made that picture what it was okay so there is an argument yeah that if Cameron's going to profit off this yeah. she needs a cut no she, if, she, if she needs a cut then she has to find a way that she's going to make a cut yeah, by suing him. Yeah, but that's not making. That's not finding a way to make a cut. 
she reached out to him. He ignored her. Man, did you not listen to the brief, man? No, I heard. I heard. <laughs> she reached out to him and he and he ignored and he, her. Yeah, yeah. Because why are you now coming to to tell me that I uh, that I need to you know be able to cut money with you when you didn't even take you didn't even get my permission to take the photo in the first place? Because you don't need to take have permission to take photos. You you are allowed wow. to be photographed in a public space. Wow, just saying it's that. fucked. I'm going to go down the street. Some, some, some things like going down if you're going street, to a certain shoot or you're going to certain clubs. You know those ones where they have the posters up in the front? By entering this space, yeah. you are giving us permission. And they only do that because it's reproduce. a private, private setting. But in public, you don't have to do that. Which is why you always see these people on filming police stations and whatever, and then they get approached by police. Oh, you're doing something suspicious. No, I'm allowed to. Under section this, that, that. I'm allowed to film and, and, and photograph or whatever. We're, we're living in a mad world. It is. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's mad. It's like mad. You always see these videos of, like my friend literally did put one up the other day. He, 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 encou- he stopped a woman and said, excuse me, why are you taking pictures of me? And I get why he did that. But guess what? She's entitled to do that. Did you not do a Google search on whether it's allowed or not? Take it into account, you yourself are a photographer. I know it's allowed. I know you can take pictures of people on in a pub in a in a public space. But you can. About, I know for a fact about you can. Using their image without their permission. I know for a fact money. you can't make you can't I know because I, I literally I'm I Googled this. I'm sorry, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm saying I when I like I said, I've, I'm sitting on thousands of pictures of black couples and um a good friend of mine is saying you should create a stock company of like black um. love like a you know because if google black love on 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 google yeah. black yeah. love it's, 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 it's appalling yeah yeah, yeah. it's appalling yeah. Very po- and then poorly and dressed it, americans and and he was saying yeah you should do this so i looked into it and i thought yeah I, sh- I needed i needed a, a sign a signature from every single one of those people because they effectively they could do what she's doing five five ten years from now they could literally say right man there must be a way around it Put it up there. It's too late now. Why? You because, don't have the pictures. Huh? I do have the pictures. Let but me it's... finish then though. Go on, sir. Let me be your business manager. Put it up there. Do the site, do the thing, do the website, do the blah 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 blah. But then put the the um the uh I don't know, the strap line, the the thing in the there that listen, if you don't want this image used, contact me, it will be removed. And if you are if you are the people in this photo and you want to take a cut. Then contact me also. So so that is it for people so, that are in it. If they see themselves, they can come to you and say, cool. "I want a cut of what you make," or "I don't want my picture cool. there at all." So and everybody theory, else didn't see the picture. In and, theory, and that's a cool. great picture. So, so what cool. happens if I sell ten thousand pounds worth of um, image images? Yes. And then five ten years from now, because the internet is a very big place. Mm. Five ten years from now, a few people approach me saying, "Hold on, you've profited off this. We want our cut." You mean you've already established the cut already, didn't you say? No, no, no. Because he was saying put put a, put put a disclaimer. That's what a bank is for. <laughs> so I'm I'm so that technically I can't spend any other profits. No, there. you just put aside some for whatever. Like, no, no, you, I, you, I, you I know can, the, I you know. can work it out so that you you're, you're saying you give a percentage and that is it. I can t- no, but there's 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 um I can't decide the percentage. There's actual stru- there's structures in place and there's there's something like that. Unless, yeah. unless they've agreed no, to, no, it'd be a yeah. con- it's gonna be a contract. So then you, but are they, they would have to agree. Well, yeah, they, they could, but then they could say, "What ten percent? No, I want what's naturally owed, which is fifty percent, if not a hundred. Sue me. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to go down that road, bro. See, Trump got sued all the time, man. That's how he made his money, man. You need to, you need to be, you need to be out. There. I need to be more but, Trump. What, what's annoying me is that, and I guess you should expect it, but I'm be looking for this photographer, 
and there's no pictures of the photographer. <laughs> that's what fucking pisses me off the most. So yeah, I don't, that's the person behind the camera, man. Yeah, I don't know. I have got no idea of uh, what the person well, looks like. Well, I found like. a Jamila Rosa Cochrane studio. Yeah, that's what... Two what, white women. You see, Yeah, you see loads of photos from the studio, but there is, oh, there's okay. no definitive thing that okay, says okay, this okay, is okay, Jamila okay. Rosa Cochrane. Maybe LinkedIn, I don't know. Which is fucked up because you make all of your money off of... Uh, is it fucked up though? She she didn't sign up to be in front of the camera. Cameron signed up for popular. Like, no, I mean it's a... fucked up just generally. That like, you got your got a whole studio out there, and there's no photos of you out there in the world. So the thing that you're doing to everybody else, you don't want to even allow it to happen to you. Yes, it's fucked. Mm. To stick with this uh, litigious um, thing here, did you guys know about this court case that happened a couple of years ago where a black man that worked in as a subcontractor in the Tesla factories? sue Tesla for racial discrimination. No. I heard about it. No. So it happened probably maybe towards the end of 2021 because it wasn't that long ago in my head. Um, he won his case. So he didn't work directly with Tesla but he worked with te- uh, directly for Tesla but he worked with Tesla and in the factories there was a lot of racial, this is a black man, a lot of racial stuff going on um, and then I think they let him go as well. All right. So then he sued them. Obviously, there was enough proof that he won mm-hmm. and the jury... Um, the jewelry or the jury? The jury. Okay. So, uh, my, 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 my bad. <laughs> um, said that this person, after winning this case, Tesla owes him. Yes, how much? I'm gonna ask you. There's figures all over this thing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna um, ask you guys. So if he's if he's part of the sorry to jump in if he's part of the uh, like one of the first set of employees. No, 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 no. This is a reason thing. I don't think it. Like no, I said, he, we don't know how how long has he been employed. Like, was he? I there said. From I the, just said he wasn't employed by Tesla. All right, my bad, my bad. I don't know. Then we're talking hundreds of thousands, maybe. All right, so hundreds of thousands. All right. Nah. And please. And you? Tens of millions. That one. All right. One hundred and thirty-seven million. Yeah. So. All right. Now. Why? This is because it's the jury. If I'm saying it wrong, I'm sorry because I'll never say the word right. All right. The judge at the time, because this is the jury's suggestion, we think that the this person should get 137 million. The judge said, "All right, cool, you won." He said, "Nah, nah, nah, nah. That's 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 a silly amount. Most most times, these things don't even they don't even usually get to two figures in terms of millions. These kind of things. Mm. Yeah, when it comes to company and somebody having an issue with them and they've been let go and it's unjust and they understand." It usually does not go into the tens of millions. It usually doesn't even get into the millions. Yeah, there'll be some sort of uh, factor of what you get paid or what you're owed or mm-hmm. depend, depend on the crime, right? So in this case, the judge took it down quite a chunk. And then again, I'm going to ask you, what kind of figure do you think it, it went down to? I mean, gone simple. Tens of millions. That's too too broad, man. That's like a hundred. No, be, I, I was wrong the be, first time. I said tens of millions. You said it was 136. And I'm saying he's taking it down from 136 to tens of millions. So whether it be 10 million, whether it be... F- 12 million. Give me a bracket at least. You just tens of millions. It could be uh, literally a whole hundred million difference. <laughs> like, sorry, 90 million. Between 10 million just and 99 million. Choose a figure. Okay. Bro, put it in a bracket. Give ten, me a 10 million bracket. 10 million. 10 mil. 10 million. All right. The fact that he's black, 70,000. 70, 70,000. Yeah. All right. So it's going to be something so simple, unjust. Simple Zambo is closer again. Oh, okay. 15 million. That must so what do you, now if that was you in that situation you worked Tesla um, racist stuff going on all over the gaff they, they let you go because maybe you made a complaint I can't remember the exact incident or something there they let you go you you, you sue them you get uh, the people say 137 million you win 
This is all dollars, by the way. Then, so it wasn't a long thing. The judge said, yeah, okay, you won, cool. That money's ridiculous. You know, uh, 15 million. Bang, there you go. What would you do in that situation? I would see if there's if there's any type of precedent because I, I appreciate the judge overstepped his whatever, his his position or his mark and over over um rode, overrid the, the jury's the jury see I did it now the jury's decision. But if that's Su- suggestion, let's say. Suggestion. Yeah. But if kind if of. if that happens all the time in the court system, then I just it is what it is. But if there's no precedent, then I've, I've, I'm I've, tempted not to even appeal because that's just eating into my money if I get it wrong. All right. Simple. Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I, I'm, I'm aggrieved by the fact that it's gone. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm aggrieved by the fact that's that it's gone from agree. 136 million Simple. down to 10. This, this is because if somebody's if, that's 15, 15, sorry, if somebody's told you 15 in the first place, yeah, you might You'd be yeah, exactly. no, okay, cool. But from 137 to 15, that's a gr- that's that you've gone from generational wealth down to. Don't get me wrong, still, gen- still local gen- wealth. <laughs> still generational wealth, don't get me wrong. Yeah, how many generations? Yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? So it's a bit, yeah. Exactly. Sorry, grandson. <laughs> You've gone from generational wealth to generation wealth, like in one fail sweep. I don't understand how he's managed to go that far. I do. Do you get, like, uh, how? I, I really explained it. Because that's, that is not the norm. It is not the norm. So law is based on precedent, right? Of course. So, but I imagine you don't with, get precedent unless it happens at some point before. Yeah, and so I'm sure, I'm sure yeah, lots so of people, racial discrimination yeah, cases is, like that has happened, and it's always yeah. been in the tens so of millions. You take, yeah, okay. you take into account what you get paid, how much money the company yeah. uh, um, um, make, how, how long how, you've how, been with that company, yeah, and the, all that. How, sort. how long the, the case yes. was, and all that stuff. And he's saying, taking into all these things into account. He thinks that what the jury said is a bit ridiculous. Because they're not account, qualified. A lot of the times uh, when you have cases, sometimes the jury is the one that suggests whether it's the time you spend in jail or this and that. And it's like, we, you know, guilty. Which and is we, wild. And, we, and, and it's like, we suggest, but there will always be, have you ever done jury service before? Mm-mm. There's a bracket there. It's like, this is blah, 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 blah. And it's kind of like, they give you the, the frame and the reference. And it's like, okay, so this is the exact law. It might seem like this, but so you know, are you that saying stuff that is not this important. wasn't given to this jury then? Is that what you're saying? No, the jury is where the ones that said 137. Yeah, no, but... But the judge is the one that actually decides. That, no, so that is the way... No, so, but then they... they it were, was a recommendation. Yeah, yeah but weren't, kind of, weren't the jury working with the same bracket that you're talking yes. about? So that but, means that but, it was in... It was it's in, not those. I've just I've said that is not normal. I said it, it never goes to three figures. It doesn't even usually go to two, like in terms of millions. It doesn't even usually go to double, like millions, like 10, 12. That, so it's abnormal for it to be that bad. 15 million is more than normal. That is not normal, like 15 million. Hang on. So I'm saying, I get where you're coming from, but if they were given a formula to say, this is how... This is me assuming that. Oh, you're, oh I thought you was actually saying that. That's no, what I'm, I'm, I'm saying... Because you have to remember, this is a trillion dollar company. It's not like a million dollar company. Wait. It's not like a billion dollar company. It's a trillion dollar company. That doesn't matter. What is, what is 0.0.1% of a trillion? That doesn't matter. It's still extra, it's, it's hundreds it's, of millions. It's, it's based on precedent. It's, law is always based yes. on previous cases. I, I get that, yeah? But here's the thing. What we know about precedence is this, is whether it has happened before. In order for something to have happened before, it has to have happened at some point, doesn't it? Yeah. So what I'm saying, how come this now doesn't start the precedence? Because because it was already set. This has happened before. What, what you just said is only applies to something that's never been set. Then it becomes precedent, right? Yes, it becomes precedent. It becomes, but this... But precedents move. That's the point. 
And it's, no, because the whole it is, it it is. is. Oh, yeah, of course, it can Passive be. No, because the they always refer to God. No, according to what's, what's, no, what's the what's the what's the most recent case that happened the other day? The, where the new precedent that's changed is this the one I guess in America, the Roe v. Wade thing. That's the one I was going to say because that is like forty years worth of precedent. And then it changed. It went to the Supreme Court and they changed it. Bang. So that's like, it's kind of But that's window. different. That that was a vote. That was something that got voted in. This is this is something, no, this is based on... No, no, no. So what was that? Did they not vote in Congress for that? No, that, no. It was the Supreme Court. It was the Supreme Court. So, so Again, my, it, the, the, a no, Supreme a court, court is a, is a, is, is, is a court of... Is, is like a whole bunch of... No, it's the highest court in the land. Yeah. The and, it, and it consists of a whole bunch of judges or seven. whatever, right? Seven judges. That's my point. And they judge... They vote within... With the, they vote amongst them. Yeah, yeah, but the point here is... My point is, is it's a voting... Finish, it's, a, it's, it's a voting yes, but system. They, but they... It's almost democratic as Listen, 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 listen. You know, so we're talking about American law. So the the, situa- the first situation I'm talking about and this Roe v. Wade thing and everything now we're talking about is American law. So I, I, I can't talk for, yeah. for UK law. Right. No, no, fair enough. All right. So the precedent was set that um, at some point, whatever the term, whatever happened with uh, having abortions, I don't know what the rules were, but then this Roe v. Wade case happened 40, 50 years ago. I can't remember mm-hmm. how long it was. And then the precedent was set now that if it's be- between a certain amount of time and yada, 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 that a, a person can decide to have an abortion, yep. that was now law because it ne- wasn't necessarily before. Now it's the law that a woman can have an abortion if she chooses. I know different states had different, how long you could, yeah. you know, you have to wait for it and how you could do it and yada, yada. But the the underlying law by, by the, the, the country is that you could do it. Okay, cool. So what happened recently is that another case went up to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme it's called the Supreme Court because they are the Supreme Court. They are the ones that make the decisions. If they can't sort out things below them, there's all these different court levels. Yeah, yeah, Once yeah. it gets to the top one, That's they it. make the final decision. So the final decision now was that old law that was precedent four years ago is gone. We changed it. So now individual states can now ban abortions if they choose. Yes. Right. And some states have chosen to do yeah. that. And then um, if you're paying attention to, to what's going on in America now, there's other states where they're fully constricting the laws. Like, so they might not ban it, but they're taking it from uh, 32 weeks or 16 weeks to now for like six weeks. There's some states now where it's like six, which most people don't even know they're pregnant by six weeks. So it's all, the, all these kind of things. And that's all changing now. Right. The precedent has changed. And that's the one. That's the biggest one. It's a it's a very recent one, and it's one that you can't argue with. No. So I agree, I'm agreeing with you that precedent is what um, lawyers go by. That's what happens. Uh, judges go by, lawyers go by, juries go by. But precedent can change. Okay. And so, and the reason why I'm saying about the precedent changing in this particular situation is because it's it's going to be. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the cases that have occurred previously have not occurred with a company that is it's a trillion, trillion dollar so company. it's relative to the amount. It's relative cool. to the amount. And not only relative to the amount, how many companies are trillion dollar companies? Yeah. There aren't that many. There's a handful. All right. So let me add this then. So it's, it's grounds for new precedents as far as I'm concerned. Cool. Okay. So I agree with the relativity thing. Yeah. yeah? So if it's a huge company, um, if precedent shows that the amount paid out is always a fraction or a percentage of the wealth, of the overall wealth of a company. Mm. Boom, cool. If precedent shows that, and I also I also appreciate that precedent does change and grow and evolve because many years ago it was uh, you couldn't be a free man, and obviously time and history has has, has meant that that precedent has changed. That's another good example. I get that. I get that. But I'm just saying when you're arguing something that. It happens over and over and over again, such as 
discrimination and, and whatever. Mm. If precedents, you know, like wrong is wrong at the end of the day, right? There's certain precedents that will never change. It will never be right to kill someone for no reason. It will never be right. Can we agree? For no reason. Yeah. For no reason. For no reason, yes. yeah? yeah? So that precedent will never change. Sometimes there's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> for that, for that, so that precedent will never change. So that's, what, that's where I'm sticking to my guns. I'm not a lawyer, so maybe I can't articulate this in the best way. But I personally reckon if all the racial discrimination cases demonstrate that a payout of like the upper limit of a payout always goes is no higher than two digit millions then i get it i can't argue against it yeah but then in the same and in in the same respect that you're talking about if the companies that are having to do those payouts and it's the upper limit two digit they're always been within the threshold of x amount of millions or billions themselves then yes i understand where you're coming from but again but what if he was a janitor? It's a completely different situation here. It doesn't matter whether he's a janitor or not. It doesn't matter because you, Cause said, it, it you said be, wrong is wrong, isn't it? Yeah, wrong is wrong, but you get paid based on the, um, how much has affected you and the loss of earnings, right? You, so, so if you're a you get, janitor... You get loss of earnings, you get injury to feelings, you get... so. Um, <laughs> I love it, injury to feelings. Go yeah, ahead. but so you have to take in... And this is why you have to do it on an individual basis. Yes. Because... Um, Injury to feelings is going to be different for everyone. Someone who may have suffered it's this... It's never going to be 138 million though. It's going to be different to everyone. You can't say that. It's going to be different to everyone. Somebody who has been racially abused in, within a company or what have you, if it's something that they're used to and it's just chip off their shoulder, not a problem, they're not going to have the um, the big impact that that could have. If it's somebody who's not used to it and it's devastated them, their relationship can mess up. Their, their family life can mess up. Their mental health can be negatively impacted. Their ability to um, to earn money going forward is negatively impacted. Who knows how badly that's negatively impacted? Like, I didn't ask for this. Do you get what I'm saying to you? I didn't mm. ask for this. I've gone to work. I've got a job even. I've gone mm. to work. I'm fulfilling my function at work. And for whatever reason, I'm being uh, racially abused on top of it. Let me uh, read uh, Al Jazeera um Breakdown of the case. Al Jazeera? No, I'm joking. <laughs> a trial in San Francisco federal court will determine how much money a Tesla must pay to a black elevator operator <laughs> whom, whom a jury de- de- determined... <laughs> What's it? it? Listen, no, absolute respect to, to it, anyone who's an elevator that operator. That laugh doesn't sound like that. But. No, but I'm just saying that's lower than a janitor's earnings. I don't know. I don't no, know. I'm telling you, it's lower than the job because all they do, I've, I've I've seen them and spoken to them. All they do is push buttons. All they do is push buttons. Yeah, but and you, help you with your bag, man. But when you're pushing <laughs> buttons in a Tesla building, it's very different to pushing butler, uh, buttons in in a, in a hotel, for example. Let me finish this. Go on, go, go on. Go on, go on. Go was was, sub, was subjected to severe racial harassment while working at the electronic, uh, sorry, electric automaker's flagship assembly plant. A lawyer for the plaintiff uh, told the jury during opening statements on Monday that racial slurs, graffiti, and f- and threats his clients face were part of a plantation mentality at the factory where black workers were treated as second-class citizens. So it's not just him. So if you paint that to him and other people complain, then you bankrupt the company, uh, potentially. You will conclude that Tesla's conduct is a conscious decision not to protect African-American employees inside their workplace. Uh, blah 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 blah. So this was before the case took place. 
Let me see if I can find something. All right, so this was after the case took place. All right, so the jury agreed with this person and uh, that Tesla has created a hostile environment. All right, so a federal jury uh, has ordered Tesla to pay $137 million to a black elevator operator who accused the car maker of ignoring racial abuse he faced while working at the automaker's factory. The plaintiff uh, said he worked at the factory for a, about a year. God damn fault to say ever. Yeah, he said he's, he, he, uh, a supervisor and other colleagues repeatedly referred to him using racial slurs. Uh, in an interview on blah, 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 it took four long years to get to this point. It's been a big weight pulled off, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, all right. So, so, um, so, SA is saying that if it, the jury said 137 million and then the judge went down to 15 million, once he's gone through the paperwork and he's looked at it, he's like, this is still more than most people get in this situation. Like this exact situation, forget the job that he does. Well, let's look at the, the bracket he does uh, and companies that are multi million. So, yes, maybe not, you know, there are. There aren't, um, Unfortunately, the job plays a part. Because I guarantee you, someone at an executive, I guarantee you, someone at an executive level, is going to get more of a payout than someone at a, I think they call it blue collar. No, blue collar. 100%. All right, white collar, blue collar. Right. 100%. All right. But um, you would have done the thing and be like, all right, I earn 30000 a year. This is blah, 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 blah. Other people that have earned more than me in companies that are in a similar kind of bracket um, and that have uh, um, gone to the courts for similar kind of complaints. And when they've won... They're getting nine million, eight million, seven million, hundred thousand, uh, two years, three years worth of wages, whatever. Most people don't get fifteen million. Um, let me just take my fifteen million. That's what SA is saying. Simple. You're saying that you'll be aggrieved that it, it dropped so much. This is like an um, eighty percent drop, like or eight five percent, something like that. It's temp, it's near enough temp. It's just more than ten percent of what I was originally uh, awarded. I'm not happy with this. You're gonna do what? You're gonna appeal. be happy and take it, or be happy, or, or sorry, not be happy but take it and grumble, or you're not gonna be happy and do something about it. It's um, well, obviously now with the context filled in now, because um, I didn't know what role that the person was doing. I didn't know that they'd only been there for a year, mm. and I didn't also know that the case was a four year long case. Mm. Um, those things will make a difference. One because in this country, um, after two years is only when you start getting your rights for working for somewhere. Right. Yeah. Um, new statutory rights, and then um, well, for something like this, yeah, uh, yeah. There's, there's, it's about two years. You have to work. Somewhere. I refuse. Why to do believe, you need rights for racial discrimination? Yeah, I refuse to believe you could be out somewhere for a month, and and you get racially abused, and then fired. No, re- yeah, and you say, oh, because you've only been a month. You sorry, be, we can't do nothing about it. We, no, I hear what you're saying, but the time matters. There is something with employment law in this country where you don't, uh, you don't have as much like it's, well, it's something to do with the company being able to get rid of you for, maybe, yeah, for normal after, things after d- yeah, two yeah, years yeah. I, 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 I know what you're talking about so yes yeah, so the time for me matters as well um, but in this scenario given that context um, I would I would take the money and be aggrieved yes. um, but I'm also very very curious um, with the makeup of this jury because for me it's very significant that they've come out with that figure San Francisco is a very liberal state, so like even even the non-blacks, and this would have been during um, the uh, George Floyd period as well. Yeah, but I'm also I'm still very. Do you understand know what I'm saying to you? Like for them to have come out with that figure, what is it that's going on with the jury? Why they came out with that figure for one? There's gone. The fact that he won shows that because these kind of cases are hard to win. Tesla would have had 
super expensive lawyers and banging it on of you. Course. And so and you have to prove this stuff. So with his written evidence, so man was talking about there's there's graffiti going around. So you would have like maybe took pictures and stuff. So for him to prove it, the, the, yeah, there really had to be a high barrier that this man jumped. There's so, a lot of info we're not privy to. That that's the annoying thing. Yeah. So 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 they did it basically. So the people are thinking that's a madness. They did it and you know blah blah blah. Take this money. So yeah, and and then this is where I have the problem. <laughs> there might have been some Tesla owners in the jury still waiting for their car. <laughs> for real. So I'm like, this is this is why I'm I'm a bit thinking about about that the figure. And obviously the judge has got to do what the judge has got to do. But for me alone, the jury coming out with that figure is significant of something. Taking into account the judge was there during the case as well, and he's seen more cases than than the jury. So it's it, so that's to, to, that's for me. But I'm so saying yeah, is, like this jury is when maybe the. Because uh, usually there's there'll be a, a person that kind of like running things behind the scenes with, with the twelve jurors. Maybe there's some problem like man, it's like we we need to do two hundred million, and it's they even took them down to one hundred and thirty-seven million. Um, anyway, that's it. So, so, so yeah, for for me that's significant. All right, so cool. I, I don't like it. Also, I'm not because now this uh, this the jury it, it kind of not invalidates, but it kind of um, all right, it kind of makes the jury a bit weird you know oh. like why, why what's the point in okay. taking their opinion so here's the breakdown um when they give you these payouts yeah. for these kind of things there's punitive, punitive punitive thank you money that they give you yeah and then there's money that they're giving you for actual, actual crime yep right so uh you went to work you you earned a hundred thousand pounds a year mm-hmm. they fired you unjustly mm-hmm. they say you know what we want to give you uh, 10 years worth of wages mm-hmm. as for the crime mm-hmm. so that's a million and to punish this company mm-hmm. 10 million on top of that mm-hmm. that's the punitive thing mm-hmm. right so in this case same thing the breakdown was 6.9 million mm-hmm. for uh, damages to the client mm-hmm. it's injury to that's, that's what that's what we feel the company should pay you mm-hmm. for what you have to deal with 130 million to Tesla, to Tesla as as punishment mm-hmm. for allowing this to go on. Yeah, that's right? fair. So that's that's how the jury broke it down. That's fair. Right? It's, it's proportional. What, it's proportional. So what, what, what the judge said is that um, maybe the the, uh, the six point nine million to the to the client makes sense. Yeah, but one hundred and thirty million for that crime doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make sense because he has precedent to say. That is not the first racial case that's come up in my court to give this man X amount of money. I don't really care if that's what you feel is offered. Cool. But 130 million, that's, that doesn't usually happen. Yeah. And regardless of how much money the company makes, that, that is not uh, what I deem um, a reasonable punitive, I can't say the word, uh, thingy. So I'm knocking that down to 6.1 million or whatever it is. There you go. Take your, take your um, uh, 15 million and enjoy it. So life. here's the problem now, right? Go ahead. And this is where I think the racism extends. Yeah, because that 130 million that they're talking about as a punitive measure for the company isn't related to anything other than the company. Yeah. It would have been a percentage of what the, the company's earning value. You, yeah. you assume. No, it, it's it's usually based on that. We assume. We assume. So, because we, we've, we've said a lot so of stuff. My point, I've, come back, I've come back around to my point again. Fine. There aren't that many trillion dollar companies in the world. The people story, don't, people the, don't know how much a trillion dollar is. The, the story's not finished. Go on. What now? All right. It took much longer to get to this point than I thought it would actually. So I'm going to read you the last part of the, the, the story, which happened uh, earlier this month 
or last month. Jesus. Okay. Right. I'm actually worried. I like it. EastEnders. <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read the, the head the headline uh-huh. because that's give it away. Yeah, so I'm gonna on. read the story. On Monday, a federal uh, so this is Monday. So so all right. So three weeks so three, let's say a month ago, a federal jury in San Francisco noted that Tesla must pay about three point two million to this former employee who won. Uh, a, a racial harassment lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I, look at me. I spot the game. He didn't take the money. He he appealed. Oh, he appealed. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot to oh, I forgot to mention that part. Okay. So he he said no. Nah, he he, was, he went down the route of simple salmon. That's a madness. These people told me 150 of a million. No, I want my money. No, I, so, I, was, so I said I would begrudgingly yeah, take but, it. But he didn't, he didn't begrudgingly take it. I want my coin. He appealed. Yeah. He said no. Nope. Yep. All right. Take brave, it into account. brave right. man. So then he lost. Uh, no, well, he didn't lose, but the appeal said, "Oh, you don't want the fifteen million? It's three point two million now." Yeah, yeah. That's what the judge said, uh, right? and, and that's why I wouldn't have gone down right. that road. Um, and then there's lawyers. Right. Four years of lawyers' fees. Bro. That's what I'm saying to you. So back in uh, 2021, oh, it was and exactly all the lawyers' fees. It, he's he's gonna get like maybe what? less, maybe less than a million, and now. they're gonna tax the shit out of it as well. So forty percent, sixty percent. So, um, like I said, it was seven million in damages and one hundred and thirty million in punitive damages. Right? Yeah. Blah 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 blah. The U.S. Uh, judge noted that Tesla was indeed liable in the case, but one hundred and thirty-seven million was excessive. He lowered the jury award to fifteen million. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Diaz rejected the judge. Okay, this is all right. This is how it is. He wanted a retrial instead. No, no, you've done yourself. In. So, so, but the, but when they did the retrial, the judge said. Basically, he said, the the fact that Tesla is guilty is like non-negotiable. Of course. So when they did the retrial, he, he did, they skipped that bit. It's like, yeah. we're, oh, not, that's we're, good, we're not going over the thing. They're, they're guilty. Yeah. Okay. Just do the retrial on basically Unitive. on the money. Yeah. And yeah. then the people, whoever came back and said, all right, 3.2 billion. Yeah. All right. There was a, there's a Tesla shareholder in the jury. But uh, again, <laughs> this, this, is what I'm saying. this is what I'm saying. I would have taken the money begrudgingly yeah. in his place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because there's a lot of things to consider. This. One, the amount of time. Two, your actual salary for your job. Yeah. And then like, whether you like it or not, you, you gained 15 million. You would have, after everything's been paid off, you would have probably ended up with six. Let me, let me, let me finish reading this, this story actually, because I'm reading it now. I didn't even read this. It's juicy. Right. So in rejecting, so this is what um, his lawyer said, in rejecting the court's excessive uh, reduction by asking for a new trial, Mr. Diaz is again asking for a jury of his peers to evaluate what Tesla did to him and to provide just compensation for the torrent of racial slurs that were directed, that was directed. It was poor English. Um, Anyway, during his closing argument on Friday, Bernard Alexander, a lawyer for Diaz, a man had multiples, encouraged jurors to award the former Tesla employee almost 160 million. Oh my God. According to Diaz, lawyers awarding 160 million in damages would send a message to companies like Tesla that they would be held accountable for similar similar actions so Mr. Diaz's outlook on the world has been permanently changed this is what happens when you take away a person's safety the lawyer said All right, Tesla lawyers said on the other hand he took issue with the plaintiff's points they're just throwing numbers up on the screen like this is some kind of game show the jury ultimately awarded Diaz one hundred and seventy-five thousand pounds for emotional distress and three million million in punitive punitive, punitive damages. damages. Oh, mate! So, so it's not even three point two. It's three point one seven five. And, I'm going, uh, and watch when he gets to the three point one seven five. After all of the deductions, because they're going to tax the shit out of that, 
He's going to be a couple of hundred thousand. He was better off taking the 15 million before walking home with around six, five, maybe after all of the deductions. I just thought that was hilarious. It's greed. All right. So, um, so <laughs> greed. All right. On that note, now I'm going to do the Amada Arsenal scene because I know. Bef- uh, bef- I before we do that, I just want to just, just make clear that I laughed at the fact that he is, his job role was lower than a janitor, not at his job role. Oh, just, okay. I just want to clarify. Disclaimer, you're doing disclaimers. Yeah, because yeah, I don't want to get clipped and, you know. Lower or less paid. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, you said lower. Like, yeah, like I meant, okay, yeah, you're right. You're lower paid. in society. You less just paid. dug yourself a deeper oh, hole, boy. Yeah. Oh, I don't want what? to clip it now. Cancel me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, so I'm at an asshole this week was sent by... Have four. you answered, asked all your questions? Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, well, yeah. What's the, the thing about the... Um, oh, the discussion. That we'll actually, we'll do what we were talking about before we started recording. Oh, good, good. Let's do it then. All right, we'll be quick. So you were saying, okay, do you want me to, to, to say it quickly? Or you yeah, no, you, you, you do it and I'll correct you if, if need be. Okay, so as we were there, you know, we were met up in the studio asking them, how's everybody, how's the kids, yada, yada, yada. And then ASA said, oh, the kids are, um, my children are well, 13 and 3 or something like that, he said. They're going to be thirteen and three, right. and I said, "Oh, that's I said that's very progressive because I know that the older one is a stepchild." And I said, "The fact that you just you didn't include that into the equation, you just said my my kids are going to be thirteen and three. I'm like, "Oh, that's nice." And you you you, you mentioned what you mentioned, so I'll, I'll let you say what you said. Yeah, no, I said I I um like at the end of the day, this is my family and family. This is my family. <laughs> oh, we said family, so, true, true ghetto family. Wow! Hey, I really want to bust out this song. Um, but yeah, no, I just think that you, 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 and, and I guess it's manifesting in it. Like if I, if I want to grow and move forward and and become a family, I don't think saying always differentiating saying oh my daughter's this and my stepdaughter's this i don't think that's helpful i don't think that um that that encourages and assists growth in that direction so i just <laughs> reluctance uh, i just um I, yeah as far as as far as i'm concerned she's my daughter i mean yeah i, I, I can't get any more the the, the daughter's father's Definitely. In, yeah, in definitely in the picture. And all right. She, so she sees him all the time. Yep. For me, it's like simple. I'll, I'll ask you if, God forbid, something happened between you and your missus and, and you separated, and another man and the, the, your daughter lived with the mum and she found another man and you moved in, you approved of the man more as much as you can approve of another man mm. assisting in raising your child. Mm-hmm. Would you be, would you, when he's uh, discussing this same question, mm-hmm. oh, how, how are the kids at home? Would you want him to say my stepdaughter's ex, or would you prefer that he said my daughter's ex? Would, would you feel away if he said either, either one? Think, wait, wait, like, wait, like wait, you're wait. not there. My stepdaughter. What? Either he says my stepdaughter's t- twin or my daughter's ten. Oh, okay, but okay. His, oh. But it's his daughter. All right, cool. Yeah, okay, yeah. So no, when you, you said ex, I got thrown. That's why I was. Just, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. And I'm gonna come and ask you. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Very interesting one because I didn't look at it like that. But if the man's not in in the equation. By all means. All right, cool. So for me, um, this requires you to to be bigger in the situation because you have to uh, take a wider view of this relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I would 
be somewhat encouraged by the fact that he's saying that mm. because it means that he is also taking a wider view on the relationship. Mm. Um, I don't think I have it in me for this subject to be jealous or be thinking, is this man trying to take my position? Mm. Is he trying to whatever, whatever? I would think it would be more healthy for him to have that vision and understanding. So Petty Tuesday is... is like- no, on, on this one, there's no Petty Tuesday on this one. Okay. I think I would like for that to be the situation. I would want that person to be... If, obviously, if I have judged that they're a wholesome person, mm. I would expect that this is the mind frame and that they're coming with. So if I've now heard them say it out loud, then... You don't see it as an encroachment on because taking into account you don't he spends more time with your child than you do mm. and now he's calling your child their child. Mm. Yeah, that, no, there's I, no twinge of anything inside you. No, no, there isn't, and that is simply because of what you've just said. They spend man. they spend more time together yeah. as well. Yeah, the only time I think that there may be a twinge is with my relationship with my child. So if my child now is starting to relate to me in such a way that is ostracizing me as the father, mm. especially if I'm um, doing everything I can to be active in, in their life, mm. then there might be an issue there. But that isn't, issue isn't with the man. The issue is with- Would you have an issue if she calls him dad? She calls, she, she calls you dad, loves you, treats you wonderfully. Yeah. But she calls him dad. Again, you have to be big here because it's a practical, isn't it? Very practical. It's very practical. So me looking at it as I am now, the practical sense of that, I wouldn't, again, I can't see anything wrong with it. My man. My man. Sorry, we have to be quick because, yeah, go uh, on. because of time restraints. Uh, essay then, same same questions. Um, I would like to echo everything Simple said. However, um, it's a weird one. Being the type of person I am, I know that my relationship with my daughter if I was ever in that position would be quite strong so therefore I wouldn't have any feelings of inadequacies thank you or or I'm feeling left out or I'm it's not equally balanced right um if for whatever reason my relationship with my daughter wasn't as strong then that's yes, where the issue might that's be going to yeah. be the, the issue that's definitely because I'm thinking I know she, she, he's got my best interest my daughter's be, best interest in heart mm. but I'd still feel like oh I'm feeling left out it's bad enough I'm not in the house um, and we're not a unit anymore and now this and 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 that's not like I'd feel away definitely feel away um, but we're going on the premise that your relationship with your daughter is wonderful. Yeah. His daughter with the relationship is wonderful. And your relationship yeah, with I, him I would, is as good as a relationship can be in that kind of situation. You kind of are like happy with the I choice think, that you're I think made. the common sense would override any any emotional jealousy, green eye or whatever that could potentially exist. I I think the common sense would I I'd say I'd I'd far more I'd far want I'd want that dynamic far more than any 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 other type of dynamic. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. But you, there might be a twinge of something inside because you're saying the brain is is would overrule the heart, but is the heart I, I, I think, else? I think there, I think naturally there will always be because yeah. that you know you lot entered the situation with 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 the expectation to be there forever and forever ever and ever, and you're not there. Like every time I see, um, I've seen a lot of a lot of my friends um, have had to go pick up their children from their 
exes and what have you mm. and every time I'm either in the car or I see them walking across the estate or whatever whatever I always think to myself that must you must always be reminded and I, I you know it might mean my my short-sightedness but I, I'm, I always think whenever someone goes does that journey up to the door to pick up their his or her child mm. I always think you must always be reminded that that relationship didn't work out and you're in a less than favorable situation now like it's it's a constant reminder for the you're, next you're, 18 to 20 years on, on behalf of the person that's picking for up the, the person child. who's having to pick up the child it, like, might not, it, might, it might not be less than favorable for them though it might not be so from your, you're looking at it from your point of view yeah that yeah, situation yeah, yeah, would be yeah, less yeah. than favorable yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, 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 it yeah. might not be less than for favorable them, cool but still I'm, i always think damn it must suck yeah, yeah, yeah. It must always suck. Like one of my neighbors, um, their 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 daughter's father comes and pulls up, and I still remember the car to this day, a silver X five, and I just think, and I see them, I see how they interact, and I'm like, yeah, you lot clearly don't like each other, mm. and I know that journey's not fun. I I can imagine that journey's not fun. And I'm like, yeah. So anyway, I'm going off on a tangent, but yeah. I, that's, I've, that's... I've got the same thing with a neighbor. Uh, I'm new to my neighborhood and I've been inside this woman's house. Like she was very like welcoming because she's doing up her house and she puts in and she's like, look what I'm doing. And I'm, I was always like, like we just moved in. Like, you're so happy just to, I guess we're your neighbor. If we're going to do something, we're just a few doors down, but blah, blah, blah. But wait, same situation. I see the dad bring the thing. Does he even go inside the house? He's like, they talk at the door. And then he's gone. His car pulls up. He doesn't even switch off the engine. Talks at the door and he's gone. I'm like, damn. Damn. There's, a, there's, there's bad blood there. Like, you could just tell. I don't know, man. It's just like, how did it get to this? But it's, it, it is. What it is. What it is. And um, apparently that's the name right of a uh, guy in full circle, as I love to do on this podcast. That is the name of the new podcast by Cameron and um, Mace. It is. Apparently, they have, a, they have a podcast, and that's what it's called. What it is. It, so, is this different from the sports show that they do on online? Because they've got a sports show that's been going on for Mace. a minute. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's I, like I don't a know. podcast, but it's based around sports. I only heard it from another podcast. I've, I haven't even seen it myself. I was just surprised. It looks real budget. It looks real budget, but I imagine they're getting the views. Um, Harlem, <laughs> such a weird. I never would have never expected that from them. But why? Because the the ongoing. Did they start the first friends? Yeah, but they they spent the majority of the time not friends. Growth. You say that. They might spend but the majority of time as friends and just the time that you knew them they weren't together. No. If me and Sim if me and um They were simple fall out of favour today. Today. Both go off and do our separate podcast. Let me finish. Go on. And spend ten years doing separate podcasts and then later uh, beefing, friends subject each other, and then come back to each other uh, after ten years and do something together. Some people would be like, Wow, you know, them man's were together. Well but it's like, no. You from what you saw, you saw the tip of the iceberg, the literal tip of the iceberg. There was a lot of stuff underneath that you just weren't privy to. Mm. You only saw us when we were in the limelight. I don't know when them two met each other. I'm trying to find. Yeah, out I think now. they lived in the same. In the same yeah, they're childhood same friends. So then there you go. Then. But, you know, but adults when they when when they were big. And no, they, they were out. late teens, if not ninety eight. How old? How old is Cameron? <laughs> you 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 do, I'm you trying do, to do the math. You're the one that's got, got, got to run out. You know, them men are fifty. Anyway, no. Go anyway, on. go on. Because right. you have to listen to that man also. You're yeah, there, go on. You're there thinking with, with with time. Go on, go on. All right. So I'm at ask for not include. Oh, sorry. This was sent in by Tunde from. Uh, uh, tell us from the Plantation podcast. Shout out yourself, my so, G. Shout him out. All right. Um, I'm at an asshole for not including my niece in my daughter's birthday since her parents can't afford it. 
So that, am I the asshole for not including my daughter's niece in my daughter's birthday since her parents can't afford it? All right. Uh, so I've, paying I've, for. We're not read the things. Oh, we? sorry. Read the thing then now. All right. My 31 year old daughter. No, me. Oh, so me. Okay. Uh, so this is a woman who's 31. Okay. The daughter is eight and the niece is eight. Are born 10 days apart. Mm-hmm. Due to this, ever since they were little, my sister-in-law, 29-year-old female, has always pushed for them to have shared birthday parties. Mm-hmm. When they were girls, uh, when the girls were younger, between one and four, we used to do shared birthday parties. Mm-hmm. But my husband and I realized that we were always the ones to foot the bill for everything. Of course. Food, decorations, location, etc. Uh, of course. The girls also were complete opposites. My daughter has always been more of a tomboy while my niece is super girly. Okay. When my husband and I told the sister-in-law that my brother... And, sorry, and my brother that we won't be doing a shared birthday anymore. No, 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 no way. Uh, they were really upset and started a huge fight. They said they can't afford to throw a nice birthday for my niece, so we can. So it makes, uh, uh, sorry, and we can. So it wow. makes sense that we pay for it since we're family. Um, yeah, not going to fly with my husband and I. So we stuck by what we said. And ever since, the girls have had separate birthdays. Mm-hmm. My daughter and my husband love watching Formula One together. And she wanted to have a Formula One themed birthday this okay. year. Damn. The weekend before the birthday, we had a family dinner at my parents' house. Sister-in-law and my brother and niece were present. It's funny how she keeps mentioning the sister-in-law before her own brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know who she She don't like this. Yeah, she hates her. All right. Uh, my present, my, my sorry, my parents were asking the girls if they were excited for their upcoming birthdays, and if they were having parties this year. My daughter told my parents she's having a Formula One theme party this year. Sister-in-law answered for my niece and said they're not going to have a party for her because things were tight. Okay, the conversation was left there. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to this past weekend, daughter's birthday was on Saturday. We had the party and it was going great. The whole family was invited as usual mm-hmm. and everyone was having a great time until the cake crash. I'm in the kitchen with my mum, my mother-in-law, sister-in-law and a few other family friends talking. Mm-hmm. I pulled the cake out to get it ready to bring out for everyone. Mm-hmm. Sister-in-law takes a look at the cake and looks confused. So, so now she's she's doing a conversation. Okay. So, sister-in-law, is this the girl's birthday cake? Me. What do you mean the girl's? The cake is for my daughter. Sister-in-law, well, I thought since I mentioned that things are tight this year, that you'd include my daughter in the birthday. Mm. Me, I understand your situation, but how come you never once mentioned this to me? Sister-in-law, well, I thought it would be common sense. Okay. Now my daughter isn't going to have any kind of celebration for her birthday this, this year because you and your husband are so selfish. She then stormed out of the kitchen, made a huge scene at the party outside, yelling to her husband and my niece that it's time to go and left. Since then, she's been messaging me and my husband nonstop, trying to make us feel guilty that my niece isn't going to have a birthday party and calling us all kind of names. I feel bad that my niece isn't going to get a birthday party. I'm at an arsehole for not including her, even though I can. Sorry, even though they can't afford it. So, people of the of the masses and those in ESL land, am I? Sorry. No, because it was, it's not your right. Right's not even the right word. It's not your duty 
um, you have your own family to look after. However, I wouldn't have gone about it that way. Her brother's kid. I, I, you got siblings? Yeah, but I wouldn't have gone it. I wouldn't have gone it. I wouldn't have gone about it that way. I said I didn't know you were bastard like that. That you would have. You can say what you want. Your own nephew and niece. No, no, no. I didn't say I would do it. I'm saying. You you understand? No, I. I You said I would have done it. I would have done it. Just not like that. If they've done it, I would have done the same thing too. No, I didn't say that. F them kids. But no, yeah. It's not their duty. It's not their duty to to do that. Um, I think if I was in that position, I would have. I would have done I would have done it in a way where that they would have been able to have their own celebration. You would have paid for something else for them. I would have done something. Like I would have like for example with the cake situation, I would have probably got them separate cakes. But don't you see that the issue I understand what you're saying, but for me it's like you're overlapping sorry, you're overlooking the actual issue. Go on. The issue is that these people are taking the mick out of us by piggybacking off us. I don't think they have any issue with sharing a birthday party. It's like if you put in some money once in a while or whatever, then it'd be cool. But you don't. You just leech off us. And I don't want and uh, me and my bro- my husband don't want you leeching off us. Yeah, that's which so. Is- so then if, do something for your daughter, your parents. You, you gave birth to a child. It's your responsibility. Like you say, it's your so, responsibility. So you're a bastard. So so, so I ain't gonna lie. I'll be listening to this whole thing. Yes. And I'm the only thing I was wondering is like, does this sister-in-law wash her own pum pum? Because at the Ooh. moment, she's got everybody else doing all of the stuff that she's supposed what to be doing. What about the brother? Yeah, he, the, the brother is whatever, whatever. No, nah, man. This is because it's sister and brother. One. He's probably I don't know, a quiet one. I don't know why she only talking about the sister-in-law. Yeah. You look at your own brother. You know, you look at your own brother. My, but what's the what's the situation there? So she's the she's not an asshole. You're saying that I'm, she's not an asshole. Okay. That's what I said. Definitely not an asshole. And, and the reason why I'm saying that also is because the sister-in-law seems to be the one that pushes the the narrative. All right. Yeah. The according according to this one. According to this one, she might just not like this woman. She might not just like that woman, but for that reason. But she seems to be pushing the narrative based on what she based said. on what we're saying. So, yeah, so yeah. it's only been one side of the story. I get that. Of course, of course, of course. Of course. Yeah. And yes, the man has now somehow in this situation not managed to receive any corn whatsoever. Um, but for me, it's it. I I'm very much about the village yeah. as a family. Yeah. Yeah. And we look after our own. Definitely sure. Don't sound like it. No, we, we we definitely should look after our own. Mm-hmm. But what's not going to happen is you're not going to... Yeah, you're not going to dictate and then start taking advantage. Because it's not it's not like it's um, one birthday. It's like you're making the suggestion for one birthday and expecting it to be something for the rest of their lives. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Like, at what point do you... Do you yeah? What what point do you have an input? When we start making and, money, and I'm I'm the one that's paying for it on top of it all, all as well, and then you're gonna have the cheek, the absolute gall to be like, oh, is this their birthday cake? Like, fam, how can you only seeing it now? How come you're only seeing it now? Why didn't you go and pick up the birthday cake? All right, you ain't got no money. You ain't got the money to put to put in on this. Where's your contribution though? To so, know she's not the arsehole, as far as I'm concerned. All right, uh, you wanna put a pin on that? No, no, I, uh, I, I, I agree. But like I said, I, because my my concern is always the kids first, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. So, I, like I said, I would do, I would have done it in a way where, granted, this birthday cake is my child's, but I would have got one of them pre-made little Tesco somethings and just go, here you go, that's yours. 
it's my child's party, but that's for you. Because like I said, my focus is on that. Granted, sister-in-law's taking the piss. I just, I just, is yeah. it Would it not be better just to say separate parties than just to say, I'm going to do all bells and whistles for my daughter and give your daughter the little, like... No, no, I'm saying it would be a... It would be, it, 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 by, by all means, it's a party for my daughter. End of. No, but... I want my sister's, my sister, my brother's um, child there. So unfortunately, that, that means her mum's going to be there. Yeah, because you have to remember that this mum about the cake said that she assumed yeah. that the woman would have heard her say that they couldn't afford to do something and have done something as well because it was common sense because it's common sense like we're nah. the absolute goal nah <laughs> common sense is not very common the absolute goal nah man Can't. Right. okay what are you saying um uh she's not the arsehole no it's end of the day i'm i'm kind of like essay it's like i would have probably done something though but she strictly speaking she's not the arsehole she hasn't done anything wrong but I've got nephews and nieces that I love very dearly. So, That's, so, so, so the thought of saying um, to punish my my brother and his wife or my sister and her husband for their... Um, sorry, to get back at them. My name. When last year I spent more, more money, money on, on spilt liquor. liquor. <laughs> Who is this? You don't. You is this wrestling? You talking yeah, to do wrestling, the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kid stealing, woo, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a You can see these guys right now. Oh, is that Ric Flair? That's Ric yes. Flair. There is no way in life. Why did you play that though? Because. <laughs> like, what is that going to do with this? Because that that is the point of view of the woman who sent in the thing one. Yeah? She's the one that's paying for it all the time. I spent more on spilled liquor. The, I want you to understand the gangster of that line. He didn't say I spent more on alcohol. He didn't say the spilt drinks liquor. that I've I've bought are more than But that's every yardie, though. He it? said I spent more <laughs> on spilt. Oh. liquor than you've made. <laughs> Champagne campaign. I, I spent more on spilt liquor last year than you made. The stuff he spilt <laughs> on the floor. Do you know what? It makes so much sense. Why You're a wrestling fan. No, You're a wrestling fan. No, I, no, I used to be. My brother's still into wrestling. I ain't watched wrestling is, for decades. Right? That, is, that might be partly why Yardis do it, you know. Because when you... The thing with Yardi now is if, well, you have, they, if you have a party and it's your birthday, you get a champagne shower. And that is every single one of your brethren will come over and empty a whole bottle of champagne. Do you know what's over. funny? Do you know what's funny? I saw a video the other day where a man poured it on himself. Yeah. It's supposed to be a brethren. That's bridging. so sad. It's supposed to be a brethren. So he went. It's supposed to be a brethren. And I'm like, that's so sad. And the whole idea is it's not just you, it's. Also it's the friends. whole. It's everybody. Your, like everyone's your just circle. You yeah. know, like Jamaic- Jamaicans can do some wild things. Sometimes. No, you say that, but it's the equivalent of you know when we all go to dinner and we're fighting over who's going to pay the bill. It's the equivalent of that. That is not the equivalent. <laughs> that is the equivalent. <laughs> that's the equivalent. That, that is you not the equivalent. You should do a topic, um, uh, an episode where it's 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 cultural equivalence. You just focus on. See, I agree with you, but that means we'd have to pre-plan it and take time to do that. 
Like, no, you lot could no, no. You don't pre-plan nothing. Just say next week. This is what we're talking about, and then you have a whole week to think of so that's whatever. What it means by that is the definition of pre-planning. <laughs> the actual definition. What? No, you just explained what pre-planning. No, means. no, because I just thought as you go about your business, as you're sitting on the train, as you're driving, you go, oh yeah, no. that's you know what people like. You throw money on 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 people during weddings. Okay, da, 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 da. we we spray everybody with champagne on their birthday. All right, what do we do? Like like. You just, uh, like, like I said, a or, couple of uh, man said pre-plan. Or, or, or <laughs> all man's driving the same BMW or different BMWs or like the, the same the same clicky thing. It's just basically it's not it's not me alone, in it. I'm I'm among people that are within this bracket. So yeah, they spell they send, spend more on spilt liquor than the average person does on liquor they actually it's drink. Ridiculous. Okay, all right, ridiculous. Like I mentioned last week with Simone. Um, I think some people give us too much credit for how much uh, work we do before we actually enter this room and record. It's, it's minimal. It's okay. vibes and inshallah. Yeah. It's, so, um, Literally vibes There's so many inshallah. ideas that people have all the time. You should do this. And all, all I'm thinking always is like, that means we have to work. And I it's, don't, we don't work okay. when we do the work. Right. I, 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 I wouldn't consider that work, but all right, cool. I'm busy. So yeah, the but minute you tell you, me, you, you have to stop doing something. No, you don't have to stop. That's what I'm saying. You go about your daily business yeah. and then you're going to think of random stuff. Do you not? I, and then I'll forget it. You know, if, if I don't write things down, there are stuff I'm so, going to talk so about. So is the be- writing work? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know I can't spell. No, I'm joking. Of course, man. I have to stop doing something to do that. Spraying money. Oh, mate, I'm tired. <laughs> anyway, Anyways, go um, Oh, uh, I've got some feedback on this uh, Africa segment. Okay. The, to, to go back to what we were talking about, the work beforehand. Go ahead. Basically, I used to do, uh, once in or twice, I've done a segment where I just discuss what's going on in, in some African countries. Africa, go, 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 go. And, but, uh, uh, the reason I don't do it all the time because I would like to is I actually have to sit there and write it down sift through. And, yeah, yeah. and all that stuff and that's why I don't do it but so, but I did ask last week because somebody a guest that was on there said it a lot of the guests that come on actually say you, know, you should do it and then I've had some feedback from people, some people saying you know yeah I heard you mention it you asked us yes I would like it because I don't even know if the people like it because we don't really get too much feedback so I don't know but apparently a couple of people might do it so I'm, I might do it maybe once a month or so because I, I, I definitely ain't doing it every week because mm. I was even planning on doing it this week and then time have you reached for out for help? no you should try it well we asked you for something can you say no? so oh wow let's do uh, yeah um, yeah our church notes and goodbyes let's start off with the songs that I was talking about um, which way do I do it? I do the original first, but I'm going to do the other way. I'm going to play the actual sampled song first. Out of mercy. No, here we go. Let's go to the beginning again. All right, so let's do the church notes and goodbyes. Start off with our brethren, the right honourable gentleman, Simple Simon. Out of mercy. Um, what am I plugging this week? Uh, Snowfall's finished. Sad times. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk don't about. Spoil it for me, Sad please. Times. Um, I forget, see? What did I say? Godfather. I forget everything, bruv. Godfather. If I don't write it down, I forget. Godfather of Harlem is not, it was almost finished as well. Um, good shows. Where are you up to in, in Snowfall? I'm seasons behind, man. Okay, I'm seasons behind. I wanted to discuss that in you know, Snowfall. Yeah. I'm seasons behind. I'll save it for next week because like hopefully them, um, people might be back and hopefully everybody's watched it. Yeah, because. Mm, <sighs> What car? Um, what else was there? That was kind of it for me this week, you know. I did watch something else, but it's not worth plugging as far as I'm concerned. Um, so yeah, it's just that. Take a look at them things. Be good to yourself. Be good to each other. Love and them thing. There, you get me. Gone again. 
Oh. Is it? Sorry. Um, <laughs> actually, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, uh, I am a promoter. I'm a DJ. I'm a photographer. Um, you can catch me on all the socials. Hey SA, except on Instagram where I'm Hey SA One. Annoyingly, um, I've got an event on Saturday, 7th of May, which is the Got Soul birthday free event at Pop Brixton, which is the Brixton equivalent of Box Park. Um, I don't have any recommendations really. I'm in the middle of watching Beef, which is which is which I'm enjoying. So you put money in that bastard's pocket. Who is that? The, the lead bastard. actor. The what? The lead actor. Who's the lead actor? The lead. What's wrong with it? What's, what's his, he done? Jonathan Cho or David Cho? Why? What has he done now? He's the old video resurfaced of him saying that he basically sexually molested or raped a, a woman. Oh. I guess it's, it has to be important that we mention that she's a black woman because I didn't. I. I. I um. No, I wasn't aware of, aware of that. Okay, so it's a series. It's not a, a it's film. It's a series. I thought it was a one-off, but it's. Um, I'm on episode four or five now. So is, it's, is it good? It's. It's all right. It's all right. I'm not saying it's great, but it's all right. I like. I'm. In, I'm literally enjoying it because it's a. It's it's a fun it's a fun show. Okay. Have you got to that bit? In, well, I haven't seen it, but there's a bit that went viral where they were talking about his acting in this bit was so good. He's no, in, in I, I, I don't think I haven't come to any major moments yet. Um, oh, the crying bit—is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people that go to church talk, talk about like this was oh, okay. this, this was so okay. real. Like this is no, it's well acted, and I I, I love the fact that it's very. Um, like I, like it's something I definitely would watch and would look for more of. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I have no issues with it whatsoever. Um, I'm keen to see where it goes. I'm going to investigate what he's telling me about this. So it's the main actor. It's you him. You should just listen to last week's episode. I don't think he's the main actor. You don't think so? I don't think David David Cho's the main actor. I think he, but I, I haven't watched it. Is David? You, you don't know who David Cho no. is. But if he shows you a picture of David Cho, then you can say that's the main person. Yeah. No, the main person in it is the guy that was in Walking Dead. You know Glenn, who played Glenn. I don't watch Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, my, my bad. My Which bad. is interesting because the the, the 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 brothers in it are called Cho, but. That's very interesting. Okay, sorry. I thought it was just one man and one. I thought no. it was based on a man and a it's, woman. And I thought it was a film. I don't even. It know is based on a man and a woman, but on a man's side, it's a man, his brother, and his cousin, and they're all called Cho. Their surnames are Cho. Okay. The fam- Cho family. Um, Cho. Yeah, that's interesting. Cho. Cho. Yeah. So this is this is David Cho, who it's about. That's not the main guy, is it? I don't think he looks very overweight compared to the main guy. Quite slim. Yeah. And I don't so think the, it's, it's him. Not, it's not my bad. I'm I don't sorry. think it's him. I didn't know it. I wasn't equipped with all the information. That guy, I think, plays the brother, the cousin. Sorry. Okay. Which is the, the funny thing is the cousin is quite. A, he's a criminal. He's quite a low life. So bastard. I guess it uh, imitates reality. Um, all right. Sorry. Sorry. To yeah. That's it. That's that's my only recommendation for now. Um, I'm quite behind with all programs and films and stuff like that. So yeah. That's it. All right. Thank you very much for joining us, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's been an absolute honor. I yeah, miss man. you guys. Good uh, episode, love. Man. And uh, the fact that you're like, still going strong is... is, is uh... Film this, man. Put it on YouTube. Oh, you've said it now. On the pod and that. <laughs> yeah. Film it. Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, I can I can help you lot create a workflow where, where it's like minimal work if you want but speak to the people that do that stuff that's, no, that's, that's not me listen, listen. It's one of for the, the record one of the other man's name 
and hopefully simple simple can testify to this i was on these guys next back in the day mm-hmm. telling them that they should <laughs> they they got they got something really special here and they should be going ham with it this is before like this is during the break they had a, a quite a long break it was also before the time when uh let's say was alerted to the fact that man don't deal with bacon so still no I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> alright um, vegan ham oh god that's it yeah thank you yeah, uh, thank we appreciate you. the love thank you and the big ups and yes you've always been a supporter and I hope you know that we always support you too I do thank you so much Oh, brotherly love yes and all of that good stuff hashtag ESM pod start joining the conversation at ESM podcast on all the socials ESM podcast at gmail.com if you want to send something in plug it all of that good stuff mm-hmm. oh, this is the old school to new school I'm yes, doing it, it the other way around I'm not going to do a Stavros this week because of time restraints so this is uh, party hard by the night well listen, listen to this actually this is how it ends in fact let me, let me go, let me go. alright so we all know this chorus I'm actually quite disappointed he'd never produced this. Can you hear that, that bit underneath? That's it says, we belong to the night. That is the actual original song. And this is the original. It's called We Belong to the Night. I'm going to play it out. These men are going to do their thing. But I want you, the, the, the listeners, to hear this beautiful, wonderful, marvelous song. One of the best house songs ever. Again, listening to the ESN episode about uh, uh, Funky House that stole from Deep House. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And um, uh, yeah, thank you very much again for, for tuning in. My brother, remember, if you ain't saying nothing, say it well. Slag for life. On this eve, we solemnly declare, in celebration with dance and drum, melody and voice, we belong to the night. We have been elsewhere, seen other things, but not more good and pure like the night. And when others ask, what is it about the night that consumes us so? We are at a loss for words. Apologizing for the cliche we answer, it's a spiritual thing, a communal thing, a tribal thing. Free men and women, willing slaves only to the drum. Far from heathen rights, we dance in unison before God to celebrate the life and mobility with which he has blessed us. To display with pride that we unite despite our differences. Because of our differences, and that we have not, and will never, let the negativity of the world beset us. Because we belong to the night. 
taste their symbols of greed and self-hatred, wage war upon one another, and gloat over their small victories. And wonder, alone in the night, why they feel so empty, so discontented, so unfulfilled. Be ever wary, for they will try to put you down, turn you away. Our way of life is hedonistic, unnatural, evil. They will convince themselves the only things that bring us together are drugs and sex. And they will go through life learning nothing, changing nothing, loving nothing, meaning nothing. But not us. We remain strong. of dance, the partisans of unity, across the lines of faith and color, gender and orientation, belief and creed, we belong to the night. <laughs>